This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, right New Jersey, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Hey. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or, what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, white. Yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some good. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out Keep It Basement, right? We in the building. Still keep It Basement? Yeah. Keep it what? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. in. Keep It Basement. Yes. And what, what's your names, you guys? Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. But that was so cool. Oh, man. How did I get that wrong? Nikki Paris, and you're listening to Keep It Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you, and I hope you get laid. Yeah, you want to listen here? Yo, motherfucker, I will move in by Tuesday. <laughs> get that straight right now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. Keep It Basement Podcast with the Sweens and... Oh, I'm Quaheem. I'm real simple. What's your name? Q, right? Q, Quaheem, I'm all of them. With Tom? Tom Zappia. And? Intern. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a, we got a, a fucking bit. intern here. What's he, going on? The intern's back. And worse than ever. And worse than ever. He go to Middlesex. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, talk about uh, upcoming shows you got here. Promote oh, yourself right I'm now. I'm about to promo We're, we're live big. right now. I'm about to promo big. I had to beat you to it. All right, August 20th. I just dropped it down here. I'm doing a major show. It's called the Fake It Till You Make It Tour. We're starting off with our first show at Deltas in New Brunswick. What is that? A rap concert? Fake It Till You Make It? Do I look, do I look like I rap? No, but that's what I'm Don't answer that. Right. Don't answer that. You definitely look like you rap. <laughs> Fuck you. I was going to say quiet. Nah, it's a uh, comedy show. So we'll be faking it. You know how you f- they say fake it till you make it, you know? Yeah. But we're doing some major shows. It's going to be the first one. We're going to try to go around the whole, whole country. I don't believe right in that show. motto, but... Well, fake it till you make it? Yeah. Well, I show me. I'm always genuine with everything I do, but... It's just a name I understand. I didn't come I up just, with the title. Know, Let's just be honest. I didn't come up with the title, but I like it. You feel me? It's yeah. still going to be a crazy show. We're trying to pack this shit out on a Sunday night. 100 people. Liddy! I'm doing Gordon Baker Bones show on Tuesday night at the Stress Factory, uh, August 8th. He sounds so thrilled about 8 like o'clock. I'm so excited. You're a better promoter. I know. Oh, my God. He's black. They're, he has an open mic, too, on Monday nights at oh the... Oh, yeah. Uh, my first live Mondays. We do that every Monday night, 9.30 to when we done. We're going to say 9.30 <laughs> to Tuesday. Yeah. A good promo. You know, we're coming That's out. Sure. We're coming out with the clothes, everything, so... Yeah, I got a question for you guys. In 2017, would you pick up a hitchhiker? Yeah. Really? If I had a car. <laughs> you <don't have> a <laughs> <laughs> Would you pick up a hitchhiker? Uh, where where am I? Like what state? And Just town? hypothetically speaking, would you pick up a hitchhiker? New Brunswick. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it depends on what they look like. Such a judgmental question. Because what's <laughs> wild is people will have unprotected sex with someone they don't know, but won't pick up a hitchhiker in 2017. You, you know what's crazy? I never have unprotected sex. Uh, either do I, but uh, I know girls who like uh, having sex with no condoms. That's why I was putting the topic tonight, condoms. We want to talk about that. You know what's crazy? Can I, can I say something on that note? Yes. All right. Before I lost my virginity, the girl I liked, always actually in a relationship, she was a gang member. She was a new student at my high school. Yeah, she was a gang member, all this shit. So, bro, hold on. When white people say they catch bodies, meaning like they have sex, she literally catches bodies. She catches bodies. She's still locked up. Wow. Since high school. I yeah. love this. She did also, Q does no drugs, guys. I want to make Never that Never did clear. a drug a day in my life. Never. I respect that. But You drink but, though, right? Yeah, I drink. I drink, right, I drink. Back to the Rare, story. Rarely. But yeah, like I remember we was talking about, you know, losing each other's virgin. No, she wasn't a virgin. But I was talking about losing she my virginity. How, wait, gang, how old were you she here? I had to fuck the gang brothers together. 16. Damn. Yeah. I could have lost my virginity real young. Damn. That's a, that's a whole nother story, though. But I, I lost that shit late. But how, how old is late, like, for a man to lose a virginity? I said past. Yeah. After, after high school? school? Yeah, after high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah, it was me. Then, Freshman year of college, 19. You lost yours after high school? I'm Me too. High school, you crazy? What, you about to clap on that? Yeah. yeah I don't want to clap, but... I <laughs> yeah, I got the, the intern's still a virgin. I'm se- oh, I was 17 you... when I lost it. Wait yeah, a minute. A liar. You're still a virgin? Respect. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Ain't nothing wrong with being bodies. a virgin. I have six bodies. I, will six, I have six bodies. You said it quick. I have six bodies. Can you talk into the mic? Yeah, please talk into the mic. I have six bodies. I'm 19. I lost it when I was 17. No, I'm not your age. I lied. Yeah, I'm not lying. I don't know who. No, it's not Rebecca. You always bring her up. Just so everyone knows, we're having also a live uh, Instagram live. Q has Instagram live here. So he's talking. When he's talking about people, that's what he's referring to. But, yeah, so she kept saying, no, I don't want you to use a condom, you know. It's just it's just something about them, like, what, you're allergic to latex? That shit is so scary to me. She was like, no, no, just don't do it. But when I lost my virginity to a whole different girl, because she got locked up, the original girl, I went raw. Scariest thing in my life. <laughs> How so, do you know someone's on a burner or not? Look at the Usher thing. Well, I don't sing, so well that doesn't mean I'm anything. I'm worried mean, about that. And girls in Atlanta be burning. I heard that's an ATL. Yeah, dudes out there be burning. But I'm just saying it's crazy. <laughs> Shit's crazy these days. Um, also, like a year or two ago, they did uh, most SEDs in the U.S. colleges, and Rutgers was number one. Sluckers, that's I heard. Ten right? minutes down the road. So. Yeah, you're lying. And if girl, you make girls laugh at at the comedy club, they're probably from Rutgers, and they probably were burners at one point in life. <laughs> <laughs> People, all right. I gotta say this. All right, they say that one more time. Say it loud. They can hear us. They get. I hope y'all can y'all hear. Oh Jesus! Give me a thumbs up if you can hear this because this is some other <laughs> shit. Not in my hometown. Not where I'm from. Sluckers. Slut girls. And I was. My other question was: Are women too quick nowadays to have sex? Or was it always I like wish. that? Was it women, always like that? Not That's not so true, quick. bro. No, they no, are. No, no, no. It's I, like. I get to meet a woman who's quick to have sex. I denied a good yeah, amount yeah, of women yeah, for yeah, sex. Yeah. Who's not a whore? I always yeah, play you low key. Gotta, you don't got to be a you don't got to be a whore or hoe. Well, that's a stereotype. If you're quick to have sex, you're part. You're, they're going to say you're a whore. Right? No, and that's not true. Why that's not? not true. But don't expect a relationship out of me. Mm. Don't. That is true. Like, I go with blowjobs. I keep it PG thirteen. Okay. Let the kids and adults watch the movie. Okay. What do you do? <laughs> okay. What do you do? You you're you're with a hot girl. You had a nice date, but you forgot a condom. You go over yeah. a girl's place, you're on the fly, and you don't have a condom. What's your move? You hit up a convenience store and get some rubbers or just hook up without the sec, without the uh, condom and go raw like old that D- shit, ODB. That you happen, old dirty dude. bastard. See, that so, happens. That's t- but I, I told you, I don't go raw. So what'd you do, get a hand job? Nope. Because literally, I w- this girl had a fat ass. <laughs> so ain't nothing else on my mind but back shots. 
And I got there. I went through like three different snowstorms and kind of shit. Like ice, salt, all kind of Jesus shit. It was traffic. Christ. I get there. Now, I didn't use my car this day. It was my mom's car. That's amazing. I had everything in my car. Handcuffs, Vaseline, condoms, hair oil, everything I ever need. I had <laughs> slices of cheese in the glove compartment. If I get hungry in a drive-thru, I use my mom's car. I didn't have a condom. Oh my and, God. and the worst part about it, it smelled like warm fish. Damn. So Cold you went, as you hell went wrong. No. What did you do? I don't, I don't, I'm confused. Did we, just literally, we just literally kissed. I licked some titties. And, my mom watching? Okay. Kissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to bounce because I was like, Damn. I can't do this. You didn't even get a nut off. None. You, you know the nervous nut? You ever come too quick or you can't come at all? That's been happening to me recently. Because if you go on a spell with no pussy, as you were talking about in your mm-hmm. comedy set, mm-hmm. talk about that, about the whole uh, Denver and the Carolina Panthers. Okay, okay. Uh, but before I before you talk about your comedy skits and all that, so like recently when I'm getting with girls, either it's like if I'm getting head, it's either fucking coming thirty seconds or it's like uh it's like forty minutes. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm the man. Clap. It's weird though. It's like Clap. a a nervous thing, and I don't get and like my boner goes down and shit. It's kind of fucked up for being my age and having a like, how old are you? Twenty seven. Twenty. Oh yeah, you got work on that. In a minute, they like it goes thumbs down. in your ass at the doctors. So you nah, chill. But yeah, talk <laughs> about you guys. Talk about your comedy skits or whatever you want to talk about. And uh, I don't want to give away your material, but talk about some of your material without giving away. And talk about why you did stand up in your first time. I'm gonna go turn this light on over here. It's kind of dark in here. No shots at you. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't tell me you don't look like Lil John though, and it's not even Yo, a, it's not even a race thing. Like I Google image <laughs> everywhere it. we go, this dude said tell me you doesn't look like Lil John. Literally, we did like five different spots. If the different black people spots. laugh, I feel like I, I feel like I'm spots. right. It's not like five times like. I performed around five well, different he looks spots. Looks like just future, say, future from Eight Mile. We got we got future here, yeah. Cheddar Bob and B Rabbit. You look like Cheddar Bob. Yeah, Cheddar like Bob. I'm Eminem's mom. It's my mom's. <laughs> we gotta take a picture. Just real quick, just say yeah, yeah. Just real quick. That's racist. Yeah, that's what everybody said. Every different spot. It's racist. Boo, it's racist. But like, if the blacks laugh at it, it's, it's not racist then, right? It's none of us. No, nah, but he, it's more, he's yeah, more about one future. One black guy at the pub the other night was laughing when I No, he hosts the open mic. He's future from 8 Mile. Yeah, I look at B-Rabbit like a comic, B-Rabbit. comedy open mic, though, not, not a rap. It's still funny. It's still an open mic. All right. I love how I ask questions so you don't answer. You're the director. Yeah. You just w- ask me questions. I talked about know. like I pretty much gave you the. I want you to just talk about right. comedy. Um, you and Q like could talk right, together. Up comedy is very weird. Mm-hmm. Like why you did it, what what you're up to now, and the I, process. I have, I Steps as a comedian. Have, we talked. I honestly about. have terrible memory loss, so I'm. Drugs. I was yeah. I like I was, t- I was 20. I guess when I was 20, and I I. I how old are you now? I'm 23 now. Man, you guys yeah. don't do radio or podcast. No, I'm kidding. I told you I don't. That's um, so. Oh, hold on. I want to take a moment to talk about this. Why are comedians scared to do radio interviews and podcasts, but can go up and co- to complete strangers oh, no, and, and talk about their life? It's just a different. It's a different thing. No, no, no. Like, I think it's all the same, bro. Look at like Andrew Schultz. No, this is a conversation this back is, and forth. When you go on stage, you have an act. You have true. a set that you memorize. True. Yeah. True. But I feel you. We, we, I love we both. both could agree on this. Neither one of us is scared to do a podcast or a radio interview. No, I'm just. I guess to not get, scared, but not as seasoned. As but it makes sense. Not as seasoned. I like this is a conversation. I was doing comedy. I mean, I wasn't doing comedy. I was. I was like, I, I want to do. Com- I want to do stand up comedy because I want to do some form of entertainment. Gotcha. And I thought I figured it was the easiest thing that you could start to do because you could just start going to open mics like acting. Yeah. You got to get like a fucking agent. You got to yeah, go to, like yeah, on yeah. auditions and crap. I'm like, oh, I could just go to open mic down the street. And I. Was I was watching like a lot of SNL and stuff like that, and I went to a show. 
it was a Pete Davidson was headlining the stress, and I went with my with my friends from school because we all liked him, and we went to a headlining show. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to start doing stand-up comedy this summer. That was when I was... I had just turned 21. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do stand-up comedy this summer. I'm going to go up the first time this summer. So this is, I guess, like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I bitched out for like six months. I wrote, I wrote That's a bunch, not too bad. I wrote months. a bunch of material. I wrote some shit down. And I was like, I'm too, I was too afraid to go on stage. And then the I was going to my senior year of college. And like my, you know, the first semester was coming up. And I needed, or I wanted and slash needed an internship because everyone's like, you got to get an internship. Like, intern. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's um, got the best internship. Like, you know, do some sort of whatever. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I don't have anything. Like, I didn't really, like, apply to anything. And I was just like, fuck this. Maybe I'll just try to get a job. So I literally started hitting up comedy clubs in the city. This is before oh, yeah. I, this is before I ever this. went up. This is before I ever did stand up. It was this weird. is your plan was to go up or get an internship first or get involved in the comedy realm somehow. Yeah, I was gonna get. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do because I bitched out of just going up first. I was like, let me get see if I could work at a place and then maybe sounds like someone I know that'll persuade me to just go up because I'll be around it all the time. Gotcha. So I started hitting up these comedy clubs. Just you know, your the Carolines, you know, stand up New York. Those are the only two that responded. I hit up to stand in the cellar. I think too. Caroline's and, and Stan New York responded, and Caroline, the Caroline's guy brought me in for an interview, and then he ended up blowing me off and not responding to me he once my semester started. I said not blow me off, so he oh, didn't. I, was about to say he, he I mean, blow, no, yeah, he did blow me off, so yeah, he blew me. Um, I'm just kidding. I would have took it. Oh, Stan in New York, <laughs> Stan, where the boss is literally like three years older than me. She's younger than you, and she was my boss, and she brought me in for an interview. She, she, her face looked like got hit by a fucking truck, though. She did not. You blow better me. not. You better edit that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fuck it. Let him burn his comedy yeah, bridges. Let <laughs> let she, she let me start working as an intern. I started off. I started like after the rest of the kids who were there, and I met like two. Or, I let two. Two of my who are my good friends now, who I started with, are two other kids who also did stand up. Because some people are, were working there who don't do stand. Don't, don't even care about comedy. They just needed a job, and they both That's did stand up. And I went down. It was my like my first day, and they're like, she. I was talking to the interns like, oh yeah, we got open mic here every single day at, at five. So it was my first day or whatever, and then I went down. To the open mic, like when the open mic time came around, I was I was working upstairs. They had like an office and like a podcast studio. Coincidentally, I was working up there, and then I went downstairs like my first day to check out the open mic. I still had never gone up, but remember six months prior, I decided I was going to go up, but I bitched out this whole time. Yeah, and then I signed up and I did up. That was the first time I ever went. It was the open mic at Sam New York, and gotcha. then I started going around New York, and then I found, I met Q, and I I didn't even know about all these Jersey spots because I started in New York. Yeah. I only knew I was only going I was going to New York like twice a week. Two or three times a week and going up there, and then I found there's a lot, a lot of options closer to my house since I, you know, live down here. So that's and rebound that one to Q. Okay, Q, same question. Uh, you Kobe, I'm Shaq. Throw ask him. Ask. ask him the question. <laughs> yeah, how did you start doing stand up there, Q? All right, so I started. This is a crazy thing. My mom was a stand up comedian oh, slash yeah. actor. See, slash I know these model. stories a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I, we tried to talk already, but um, yeah. So I was a dancer around like my high school days. Like Doctor Dre. <laughs> Not like I was. You were in those gay ass sequence jackets and the the balls. First the off, that was the style back play then. Play that that music. Like, that's gay now, but <laughs> back that's then. That's a dope show, Defiant Ones. But I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I, we. I was in that dance group. My mom was the manager, still is the manager. But that's cool. I got tired of dancing. I'm 18. I want to go out. I want to squeeze ass. You feel me? <laughs> and stay out late. So during practice, I wouldn't take it serious. I'm in the back making jokes. Da da da. My brother's the president of the group, so he's like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, man, this shit whack. Mm-hmm. So my mom's like, oh, since you want to be so funny, we're going to take you out to the comedy club, and you're going to perform. 
you know, everybody hypes it up. Oh, you got it, bro. You going to do your thing. Da-da-da-da. Man, we went to New York Comedy Club, August 12, 2012. Me and my one of the dance partners. I did like eight minutes. Supposed to do like four. They got the red light going off. I'm looking at it like, yo, who messing with that light? How'd you right get there? a spot there? Sorry, I'm interrupting you. It was just open mic. Oh, so mic. it was just I she just signed us up, but right. It went terrible. Crazy thing after that, I had a show like five days after that on Easter. Easter fell on August, April 20th that year, in front of like 50 people, probably 60, all family members, friends, da da da. Bombed. Terrible. Damn, family and friends, that fucking blows. Yeah, that's the best kind of show, right? So yeah. I bombed in front of everybody. And then I was like, uh, just kiss my black ass. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I stopped doing stand-up for like three and a half, probably four years. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. So you started. I, the, I actually like- have a question for you guys. Then you're gonna, I, I don't know if this pertains to it, but um, when you first do something, for instance, like radio podcasts, like mm-hmm. for me at least, like your friends were cool about it. They were hyping you up. They're all excited yeah. about it. Like, yo, you're the man, blah, blah, blah. And then like as it goes on, as he's saying, he stopped for a couple of years. You know, yeah. he bombed. But as he say say he goes on and does his thing, people forget about you. They don't give a fuck anymore. They right? Don't. Even you're like boys, not to sound like a hater, well, but they they're living their life, they're doing their own thing, and they think you're like just 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 like bullshit dream. They're like fuck it and like make funny behind your back. Well, I get in shit for this a lot, and I've only I'm coming up on two years doing. Stand- I'm not like I'm not any. I'm obviously like you, you guys see me at the open mics. Like I'm not like fucking doing shows every week or anything. Mm-hmm. But and I'm coming up on two years in October. I don't. It was October. I don't know the exact day. But uh, I get shit for this all the time. My family members and my close friends have never seen me perform, so mm-hmm. everyone thinks that's fucking weird. And it's not because I don't want them to. It's just like it's never presented a situation. Like, I'm not going to make my friends come out to an open mic f- to see me for two minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. See, that's the difference, though. Like, because it's the- blacks like to do that shit. You guys it's blacks like it's, it, it's somewhat accurate. Because my family, like, is mandatory. Like, my uncle, he's scary as shit. He just came home three years ago. Notice I said three years ago. Yeah, tell a black home. joke when he's there. I'm scared. Like, yeah, please do that. What if I make him laugh? Then I'm accepted, right? Kind of. <laughs> I out? can't promise. No, I'm barely accepted. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like my uncle, um, he he different. Like, but he supports it. Now, family support it too much. Like, they'll come out to an open mic night like it's a damn show. Yeah, exactly. Like, they... They on it because if they understand like this is your life, they're with it. Yeah, it's a difference that's, though. That's, but that's, you that's real. That's family. With it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference with blacks and whites. See, they yeah, don't support your ass. Like, like whites will support. Like, oh yeah, you going to open mic night, son? That's fun. Like, that's nice. I like, think family support. In the back, of, in the back of my, in the back of white people's heads, they're like, why is this dumbass doing this? Like, nothing's gonna come out of it. Like my cousin, I, I see my cousin, and now, now my, once my mom found out that I did stand up, like you know, a couple months in. Of course, she goes, tell my family, like, when we're having Christmas parties and crap. Yeah. We'll go tell my whole family. She's like, oh, wait, I heard you're doing stand-up comedy. When can I come see you perform this on the other thing, the whole nine? I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't make a big deal of it. My, and then my, my cousin, my, like, my, he's like, all my cousins are, like, way older than me. And my cousin was like, yeah, yeah, I know you're doing the stand-up thing, you, you know, but you obviously, you know, you got to find, like, a, a solid job, like a nine-to-five. Because, you know, yeah, like, try in to the future, you. like, yeah, this, isn't gonna, this isn't going to pan out. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I... I don't want that to be the case, but like that's what you're gonna get from from yeah. from some family members. Man, I get that. I got that from. And the I don't. Same I'm uncle. not. I'm not saying I'm gonna be fucking like you Sunday know, when you first Louis when you first started. Could you use the comedy card to pull bitches or like to make people proud of you? And now they kind of just like since it's like they think you're stagnant, but you're working, you're doing your thing. Um, they they don't even fuck with you. This is the thing. This yeah, is the thing. Ahead. Social media is a good platform because yeah. people do like once they notice. So when you first see them after they notice, like yo, I see you doing your thing. Da da da. Now. You could be stagnant, and yeah. you know that, but you could run with it. Like, yeah, yeah I'm doing yeah. this. Fake a team, make it. Yeah, you could do that, or <laughs> or at the same time, um, you, yeah. you could be doing a lot, and people just don't like notice it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm not. They I'm not one to 
uh, people say it's bad and it's good, but I'm not one to promote myself. Like I, I'm on social media. I'm, I'm, I'll put out jokes and I'll, I'll retweet stuff. But I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm a stand-up comic or anything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I've That's never, the problem. You got to promote I've your brand. Never, yeah, I've you got to promote your said brand. To anyone that I do stand-up comedy, they, if they found out through another source, they brought it up to me. I, I don't just go out and like, oh, I'm a stand-up comic. Come, come to my show. Like, I, I just, yeah. it's not, oh, my, see, that's not where, my thing. That's where me and a lot of comics, we we we, we don't yeah. get along. Not like we're we fighting or anything. From an outsider looking in, from not being a comedian technically, even though I want to be. You're a comedian. You're, um, you're just, you just need to go on stage. You, okay. Yeah, you're scared to go on okay. stage. That's I think, all. You're I think you guys are crazy. I tell you this all the time. Going to an open mic show and just like l- putting, your, putting your shit out there in front of 30 people you don't know. But like not utilizing, as he said, the brand thing, the social media, the YouTube, yeah, everything like that. You guys are going there, giving your fucking A game, and someone's sitting at home on YouTube making like mad money. I know it's yeah. not about the money, but I'm saying that there's like all these people who utilize these different platforms, and comedians are kind of like the radio personalities. You guys remind me of that. The '80s. You guys, we're still in the '80s here. We're doing something that's a sta- we're doing something that's an act. It's an art form. But there's other ways to expose ourselves. You got some asshole on Instagram fucking doing some stupid prank with a million yeah. followers, and he's able to do stand-up comedy now for a living. And you guys are in the same thing. Not, I'm not hating on you guys. It's a fucking art. It's amazing. You guys go to the Stress Factory every Wednesday and give it your fucking all and only for a limited people to see. That's why I'm just confused on what to do and where to go. Uh, you from are. From outside looking in. But you know what I'm saying? Am I, too, am I too real right now? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But this is the thing, though. These people got to always realize it. We as comedians got to realize this. Our entertainers, you don't stop grinding. You always was, try to make question. a bigger move. I was going to ask you. Sorry for okay. cutting you off about the hot and cold streaks. Like, say, you know how you you fuck like five girls in one week? That's a hot streak. In comedy, that's a hot streak, nigga. That's AIDS. I know. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Oh no. I'll talk about all the how. There's some girls I hear of fucking doing six guys a month. But anyway, how do you get a hot streak in comedy where you're like on a roll? And how do you roll with the punches when you're on the low low end where you're not getting those Whoa. laughs and stuff? You know, everyone has off nights. I understand you, that. You, Tell you me here, you guys. You pray at night. That's what you do. You want to get technical? Oh, works. I'm about to I pray for up. some pussy. The, coincidentally, the past like five, I'd say three or four Wednesdays at the stress, the crowd has been amazing. Like, yeah. The, the, here's the thing about the stress. Like, I started in New York where you're going to an open mic in a basement for four guys who were all comics who were looking at their notes the whole time. Unreal, man. And I'm going to. I went to stress for the first time. First off, I thought like there was a mandatory mandatory rule where they wanted you to bring your friends five, and family. So I didn't yeah. go for like a couple months. That's when I met Tyler and Brian and all you guys, and, I, and then I just started going. And they and all these people will go up for the first time, and or you know they do they do it once in a while. And they bring all their friends and family, or some people just random people off the street, Rutgers kids, just yeah. people who are bored will come in to watch, and you end up performing for like 40, 50, 60 people, which is amazing in this area. And then you know I I I'm, I wasn't used to that more so unless I was doing a show because I was used to these shitty open mics with like four people. So you want to it's an open mic where you want to work shit out, but in this stress factory instance, I'll do my I'll do like a solid set that I've been working on. You don't get that much time, but like I just want to make the people laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I get last feedback, like I'll, and then I'll record my set and I'll listen to it in the car home. That's why I'm saying I hate my voice because oh, gotcha. I can't say my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I'm if I hear laughs after the punchlines, like hard laughs, I know this is just not just fucking comedians like me, like you know, verifying that the joke was good. I know it, in some instances it's just random like parents and people who actually thought it was funny. That's so what I'm I know saying. It, I, th- I like it. You're like, I, like that you're, I just like the feeling of laughter. Like I don't care if you. If you if I have six thousand followers on Instagram or whatever, gotcha, I don't even gotcha. use Instagram to gotcha. actually. I just like to, I just like to entertain someone. Yeah, I would prefer to do it for a living, obviously, but I know the chances of that are very slim. So if I could just fucking go up for two minutes a week and and make like a random woman laugh, then I that I like that. Like it feels. No, I respect that. I respect how you on it. Like I want to do it for a living, but it's a slim chance now. So is it passion over profit? As a lot of my when I interview people, a lot of people say it's passion over profit. 
well, everything, yeah, I mean, everything I, they started. I it's also it's also not passionate. It's also it's that it's also um I'm I don't know the right word for this. It's will. You know, it's will to go and do that. Like all these comics who who started out and they, you know, all the you hear all these stories. I moved to I moved to fucking Crown Heights with like two hundred bucks. Mark Norman, I moved to Crown Heights with like three hundred bucks in my pocket. I've heard that story a million times when he does that? the podcast. He's a fucking hysterical comedian. <laughs> oh, He's Amy Schumer's opener. He's got he has a new special. That? I was thinking of sick. <laughs> Dude, you don't know Mark Norman? Oh my! Look See, up that's the thing. Right I know more about hip hop and radio and podcasting than I do comedy. People. So we in the same. He started around the same you time. You want that white shit? Um. <laughs> Dude, no, but you'll he if you moved you know, you you like move to New York or you move to L.A. the two hub spots obviously with like you know no money in your pocket you don't have a job whatever and you're just busting your ass at open mics and you know working a day job and going to open mics at night and then something comes out of it he does comedy full time now he just mm-hmm. had an hour special he has a podcast like he's a success what's the he average comedian make what what's the average comedian make it looks like Amy Schumer you make millions and you could be like well, no, 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 it's different brackets like, oh, dude it's, it's like different all, yeah, yeah it's way like, all over the place you could be busting your ass at a club <clears throat> doing seven spots and night for the rest of your life and you might like that or you do one spot and a, a guy offers you a TV show. Yeah, how like, does that work out? Like, is there different levels and elevations? Like, can yeah. someone like make it to the top tier? Like, in the... How can someone make Schumer, it to the top Amy tier? Amy Schumer is the top tier. Amy Schumer and Kevin Louis Hart are C, the top two. Louis C.K. Yeah, but it seems like success three. doesn't happen overnight but can someone make it from the top tier doing... It like, doesn't, but it could happen darn fast. Amy Schumer yeah. blew up fast. Right after the What's Charlie fast? Schumer Five years, ten years, a year, what? Amy Schumer, if you, if you didn't know... I don't know. I don't know. She, she. St- the thing is, she does been doing stand up a long time. She didn't just do it and she blew up. Mm. But once she did the Charlie Sheen roast and she did, um, she got her own show. Winning. She got the Inside Amy Schumer, and then she got the movie script picked up in only two years ago. And now she's the one insane. with LeBron in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah train wreck. And now she's insanely huge. So you, a ra- you know, a non comedy fan like you know, like my sister. Three, four years ago, she hadn't didn't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Now she's like, "Oh, Amy Schumer's hilarious. I'm watching her all the time because of the movie, because of the the roast, because of the whatever." It's just it's how you, it's your it's you know it's, it's, it's just what happens. It's a grind. First off, it and could then, be and then dude, yeah. And, and sorry, I keep cutting you off. And then there's comics out there. Uh, Brian Scott McFadden's example. You got you, you're not gonna know who he's, Mike. But sounds you, like a bar. You could look Yo, him, look him up idea. online. Brian Scott McFadden are these guys who just bust their ass What's at club spots name? every single night, and they're hysterical. But they don't have, you know, that just hasn't happened to them yet. Well, the movie I got an example. Lil Dicky wanted to be a comedian at first. I mm-hmm. talked to him before he was famous, and he was he was going to try stand-up comedy. Then he started doing music, and he, he hit it off as a hip-hop rapper, technically. Well, he's like a comedian hip-hop rapper. But he has, like, platinum plaques now. He's successful, and he tours the world. It seems like music is more universal than comedy. Not yeah, knocking comedy, but it's like he wanted to do stand-up, but he knew that he had a better shot of getting into more. As I'm putting in the notes, as I told you guys, how does a comedian get through all these doors? different doors and Lil Dicky seemed to do that the right way because he's having a TV show he's writing a TV show and I heard he's working with uh, certain people that networks networking busting your ass and he a, tours a the country luck in, in some instances like Mark Norman is a hysterical comic he Who was about the fuck is that oh the same dude from before he's just the name. Guys, it's the same name like you're talking about your family members. You, like, you, I, thought, I thought he was thinking <laughs> about an author name. Because I'm gonna use. I'm just gonna keep saying because he's one of my favorite comics. And yeah. So obviously he's I was not. Ask he's not at the top place. level, but he makes a living off of doing comedy. He headlines the road every weekend. Gotcha. And he he said he was about to quit. You know, a few years in, he was gonna quit. And Amy Schumer saw him do a spot, and she's like, "You want to come open for me on the road? Like, do a college?" That's how it works. And huh? then she just kept giving him dates and dates and dates, like, and then she became he became her opener way before she blew up. You know, almost ten years ago. Well, and, it, and you know, it just worked out. I got another example that's interesting. Okay. Uh, you know, Artie Lang. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess is he considered funny? I don't know, but uh, I love Artie. So anyway, he was making better, he was making mad well. money when he was on like drugs and heroin while he was at the Howard Stern show. He used that platform, Howard Stern show, on Sirius XM, and well, he, he would go do comedy on the weekends. Yeah, so, so it's the like, biggest radio. It's a radio person to come. Yeah. It's about it's about the platform you're gonna make for yourself, gotcha, yeah. because honestly, this is what I always this is what I've been thinking for like the last week. As comedians, we won't get out there till people know our face. Gotcha. We won't make that money, like he said, in, uh, inside Amy Schumer, the the movie, Kevin Hart. You, yeah, we didn't he know grinded. it. We didn't he know we saw him movies. that much. Dude, Kevin until, Hart's story like, two thousand nine. He was yeah, in. Exactly. He was in a uh, Forty Old Virgin. He was in Forty Old Virgin. He was scary in, movie too. He was in a bunch. Yo, he grinded. His first or movie was like two thousand two. His, his idol, his um, See? his um, mentor is the guy who who had Keith the stroke. Robinson. Who go to the yeah. I didn't know that. What I, was, I was like, what the fuck? When he walked in the stress factor night, because I didn't know he had a stroke. Keith yeah. Robinson. Yeah. And I'm looking like I know I'm not bugging. Is this the dude that put Kevin Hart on? Yeah. And I kept looking, and he was like, "How you guys doing?" He had his, you know. But I'm like, "Nah, that's not him." Then I went home and I looked at the shit on the stressfactor.com and I was like, I started bugging the fuck out. And Wait, I, when was this? He would go to open mics for some time. Ago. Yeah. He would come to uh, Von DiCarlo. Patrice O'Neill, ex-wife. Who's this? Kevin you're talking about? Keith Robinson. Oh, yeah. Keith Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Kevin Hart used to open up for Keith Robinson. I, now, look. We just talked is that what you just yeah. said? Oh, sorry, I zoned out. You zoned out. I was on the phone. Got him. Got him. But like, like I was saying, you well, need dude. the platform. You gotta, You got to be a face. Why do you think the stress factor... They make the most money on Fridays and Saturdays. They have familiar faces. Mm. People we well, don't know, club, but yeah. that's... The Vinny Brand club. seems to be doing good on those live. It looks like he has Dude, a nice that's place. That's the thing. That's the thing. You go to stress how does that? How do they make money? I'm interested in that. It doesn't seem like that you can make money Drinks at a comedy club. That's it, yeah. though? Yeah. How much does the, I remember advertising. How much does a top uh, headlining comedian get that goes there? All right, ticket is forty dollars. I spoke to JB Smooth about this shit, dude. It's all so. It, is he getting ten of that? What's he getting? Twenty of that? JB JB make like fifteen to eighteen. Off of two, three nights. 15,000? Yeah, easily. Two nights. Really? Yeah, but they take the no rest way. of the You sell out the whole Dude, some spot. clubs are, some clubs the are, platform, you know, you get. Yo. So there's how many seats are in there? It's like 300, I think. Yeah. Three, the, mm, all right, say yeah. if it's 40, you figure they're getting half, 50-50, wouldn't you think? And it, 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 all, it all depends who on the club. It depends on the more? comics. Some who? clubs are, I, I've, heard, I've heard Um, some are, you know, 60% of the, what the bar makes. Some are 100% what the bar makes. The, the club makes the, the ticket payments. The you know the cover okay. charge. It's all different. It depends where it is, who yeah. the comic is. Like George Lopez is going to make more than, you know, someone who who's just just gotten a first headlining spot. It also you have to take into account that there's hosts and features that open mm-hmm. up for the headliners. Then five years down the road, the fee- who a guy who was featured for his ass off for ten years could become a headliner because he got yeah. a show or something. Mm. Or you know, what about the influence in comedy? I know this guy's talking about that Mark guy and Saint pa- Saint uh, McFadden. What are Brian who, comedy Scott influences McFadden here? Is Sorry, I didn't mean to knock these comedians. I just didn't know who they were. No, I don't know who the fuck they are either. No, Q's a fucking comic. I'm about. more. I know more about like hip hop comedy than I do regular comedy. I, I feel know like. more about hip hop than comedy. Yeah. I'll start using Andrew Schultz because I know you know Schultz. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I, I like Andrew Schultz as a person, but I don't find his comedy amazing. I'm not being a hater. I think he's super underrated, and he needs a special. That's he true. has a special in the works. I, in my interview, he talked about his own it. Yeah, special, but he needs it to get it picked. Up. I think he's cool he's as fuck. But when I, I don't see, I, like, I think, I don't, I'm, I think God big. He listens to this. I think like, like Chappelle, like, I don't Chris Rock, uh, Bill Burr. Uh, I like big guy. Pete Davidson. I think's funny though. Yo, you will never be a legend if nobody knows who you are. Because well, nobody's walking in these rooms no more. They got the phones where they could get dude, the entertainment. Yo, oh, oh, real quick, I gotta finish this because my story is crazy. How stand up came about though. So like I told you, my mom was in acting and modeling and all that. But she met my dad through a show around Rutgers through Bill Bellamy. 
performing. Oh, he, he's performing the next week there, I think. Crazy, right? So this is back in yeah, the 90s, like late 80s, probably early 90s. My mom and my dad, now, funny part, my dad and his project friends <laughs> got in a brawl that night, right? So my mom, she's at the chicken shack where she ain't supposed to be. She's not from there. But she sees my dad. Now, my dad had real nice hair, all this shit. So she's like, yeah, who is this? You got good hair. Well, you ain't know. even see my Is it real? Is it fake? You always had the dreads or you, you never cut it short? No, uh, uh, always like, you can basically say I always had hair. All right. Now, you can basically say that. Are you uh, Rastafarian or Jamaican or is no? I'm just American. Cool. That's it. <laughs> but That's it's, what I like to hear. It's crazy because America. The, just they met just over in the Rockers area through what? Through stand up. Yeah. Where do I perform at? A lot. Stress Factory and uh, Rutgers and the, the bar. So it was like it was meant to be. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, it was meant to be, and I'm going to fuck some girl over in the Rutgers area, and I'm going to catch something. Wear a I'm going to do that, and it's still going to slip through the condom because I'm going to buy the cheap ones. But <laughs> it's just like, I think it was made for me to do stand-up. I really do. Like I do I definitely that. do not have that. I was like, yeah, I'm, and when my parents found out I was doing stand-up, they, they, you, you, know, you know when someone is, is telling you one thing, but you know they're thinking something God else in their mind? You know that feeling? <laughs> yeah, it's my life. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. That's that's what it, that's what it's like for me. Cause it's like I I didn't just come home and say I'm doing. Once I said I I got an internship at a comedy club, it kind of formulated because you know you, if you put links together, you assume maybe not, but you assume they're probably gonna start doing it since they work at a comedy club. Mm-hmm. But that's how it happened. But I wanted to do it way before that. But now you were. Oh, can I, don't know when can you I do a pause. quick you shout were talking out about headliners though? Uh, I wanted to tell you something real quick. Actually. Okay. Okay. I wanted to say, uh, have you read the book or know about Robert Greene Mastery and also Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers? No. Nah. It's like pretty much about 10,000 hours to, do, to be a master at something. So what I'm saying is like if you do stand up for 10,000 hours, eventually you become a master at it. Radio, podcast, fucking bitches, anything. 10,000 hours of your time. I'd probably, I'd have to look more into it, but I'd probably disagree with that. And it's like this outlier thing and mastery thing, and there's a lot of research to back it up with like 50 Cent talking about certain things, yeah, really a bunch of people, so. Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, a lot of people believe in it, and I have it in my phone somewhere. They get more detail, but... It's pretty much how genius is overrated, and success is just more than uh, you know, like talent and skills about the hard work and the ten thousand hours to gain. That's mastery. what I'm saying. You got to. That's build what you your were brand. just talking about. Yo, uh, y'all got to realize something. Kevin Hart didn't get to where he became. And also, and you, sorry for cutting you off, because he talked about where he was born. Where you're born can have influences on you. Yeah, because people in like in Canada, North. there was like this statistic: people in like Canada were all hockey players and ten thousand hour thing, and then blah blah blah. But what's the, what's the name of that book? Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, uh, Gladwell's Outliers. Malcolm Gladwell Outliers. They know about it. A lot of people read that. A lot of successful people. Jay Z probably read that shit. I know Charlamagne read it. A lot of people read that in the the hip hop community. They love Robert Green Master. This this is why you can't you can't emphasize building a brand enough because Kevin Hart was good, right? Oh, let me see. Fifty. I I interviewed Robert Green. He's good. He made the Forty Laws of Power. I might have to borrow this. This is. He's about to steal my book and never give it back. You damn right. (laughs) This is. This that work right here. This crack in the 80s right here. I got notes in there and everything. That was when I was working at a summer camp. And then I did radio the next year. I said, yo, I can't be Dude, doing this shit anymore. Who, Kevin Hart's the biggest comic going right now. And no, he, I got his audio book. I saw you were looking at that. I'm huh? trying to get that Dude, shit Kevin so Hart. Hard. Kevin Hart was going high up. He was doing movies. And he got a TV deal when he was 24. And it fell through. I could be misquoting this. It fell through. Dude, he lost a buttload of his money and fell off the face of the earth. And no, didn't know who he was again. And then he blew back up when all the specials came out. Like, you know... 
uh, Laugh at My Pain and you know the 09 and um what, what sorry what are the other specials? Yeah, I'm uh, a grown little man. Grown seriously little man, funny. Laugh he My had, Pain, seriously funny. He had shit going already. He though. fell off and then came back up, dude. He 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 get that and that's luck. If you fall off once, you're usually screwed. No, no, no. I, some luck's involved, but a lot of hard work too. I Charlemagne got fired four times. Yeah. You'd figure you'd quit radio, right? Oh yeah. He was unemployed at thirty on uh on like uh, unemployment. Yeah. Which is only, and he's like only like 36. Yeah, so 37, and he makes mad money now. He's got six-figure deals for shows that aren't even out yet for MT, for Viacom. Like, that's what I want to produce and shit. I want to be behind people, the scenes, yeah, too. He, people people this forget. Is what he said. This is what happened. Kevin Hart, that's the thing that happened with stand-ups. If you start getting, mo- if, think about all, all the stand-ups who became, who became huge movie stars, like Sandler and Robin Williams. Goldberg. People, people who are younger or people who don't know comedy are like, oh, he, they're funny actors. They don't realize that the very first thing they ever did was Sandler. Stand-up. Was stand up. Sandler Jim Carrey. He started getting movies and he stopped doing stand up. Kevin Hart quoted when he fell. Jimmy he Fallon. fell back off and he lost a lot of his money. He's like, it's because I I I left stand up and I betrayed it and I'll never do that again. That's what he said. He'll never stop doing stand up. You got it. Like what he did was he had all the social network platforms. You can't forget that. You got you had to keep seeing his face. Laughing my pain was good, but it could have just been a regular special. But yeah. when you're on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, doing everything with everybody, kind of reminds me of Fabulous. How he rhymes in his, he uses like uh, social media and he raps social media raps. And people give him shit though. Like they'll say like, "Yo, he ain't." He just uses like social media and makes these social media raps. But his shit's fire. His bars. You need social media, whether what? we like it or not. We'll take a. We'll, yeah, be, we'll be back we'll taking a quick a break, people. All right, we're about to get into some ins and outs right now. Basically, how it's gonna go? It's gonna go. Mike's gonna say something. Who's Mike? Just, it's the, it's the Sweens. You fucking the Sweens. I don't give a shit. <laughs> who are you? You didn't even explain who you were. It doesn't matter who I am. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's exactly right. Say I'm the man, the intern. So I'm gonna give. So we're gonna give you a scenario. We just say you just say if it's in or out. In you like it. Give me an out, example. Definitely not. You, you need give an example. Me an example. I don't know. You give the example. I don't have an example. All right. Uh, we'll start it off. All right. We'll start it off. Summertime. Statistically proven. This is statistically proven that summertime makes people hornier. Is that in or out? Hell yeah, that's in. Yeah, that's in. And, ex- and you, oh yeah, give him the mic and explain why or talk about a story at any time or if you anything you want to add on. than the rest of the year, I would say out. Why? Because who's not horny always? Well, that's true. But well, am I not horny in December? But I'm really horny in August. But 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 you showing more skin. You get true. to see more ass in them jean shorts than well, that, that, that bikini. In that, concept, that yeah. sundress. Sundress is the most. Oh, oh, maxi dresses or sundress. Yeah, you can lift it up. And you see that thong real quick. I know from experience. <laughs> If they have a sundress on, you lift it up, you see that ass. All right, fine. What's the next one? Ass. All right, so and I, I want to also talk about how this has actually started my radio show. I did ins and outs, and I got yelled at in college, almost kicked off, but this was like the comedy segment, and it got really popular, so that's why I was like, yo, this is my first step of doing yeah, comedy back in the day. This is how I want to do comedy, really. I would you just... never know. If they never kicked you off, you might have the most popular radio show in the whole country. Yeah. I had all the, I have all so these are like all ideas and like bits and just taken out as little jokes. I would have done the same shit. I would have done some stupid shit and got kicked off my radio station, but yeah. I was too lazy to do. I was too lazy to go to the school. You had to like go to the class for like a month or whatever nah, before you could no get class. in. Nah. Oh no, I, we had to. At my yeah. school it was like fucking super like yeah. Seton Hall is good shit, but and okay. Not like, having condoms at the crib. Not having condoms at the crib or on you. Well, I live with my parents, so I would say. Do you bring a girl back and bang or no? I really don't have the opportunity to. Like I live in Never a tiny ass house with a lot of people. Rule seventy six, no excuses. Play like a champion. Definitely not oh, when you're. I'm definitely, definitely that not role. when you're. <laughs> <laughs> Play like a fucking bronze medalist. Like, it's a, All right, you so have is that place, in or out? If you have your own place, yeah. what is it? It's a, it's a it. Like, you need to have them, yeah. Bro, it's a definite fucking out. Not having condoms at the crib or on you. You need condoms on you. That's, yeah, that's the whole what I said. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it doesn't matter where the fuck you are. You can still get laid at your house. I can't. You get laid down here in the basement, but it would be some hood rat bitches. Yeah, you. 
I don't think you can bring a normal bitch down here. I, mean, I don't know. You can't. What? Every girl I fuck, I could bring down here. <laughs> oh, God. Every girl. There's some cellar dwellers. We call them the cellar dwellers. If they could settle for my broke ass. All right. <laughs> Couples who schedule date night and sex night. What do you think about this? Sex, sex night? night? Now out. Date uh, night? The girl, the girls, out. A lot of the girls are annoying enough. Out. I would still say out though, yeah. You better not schedule. Like I'm on. Fucking I think that's out too because I think it should be spontaneous and like. Not a you should be. Yeah, not you, a schedule, there should like, be no schedule. You should be fucking every night. Maybe. Boom, boom, boom. What about gonna? Nah, d- it's a fuck. You don't need to fuck every single night. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, I'm one true, for that. True. I've been getting lower erections. What about? What about? <laughs> <laughs> what about? I might need some fucking Viagra or something. What about? What about? Uh, like single single people that's talking and you know when you always want to schedule the first fuck. Oh, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get the awkward phase out. I've been yeah. through that. I've been through that. Is that I've just been through out? that. <sighs> it's that's like, an in for me. It's, it's an in, but it's an out because like, it's tough because you, you're, like, you're all prepped up for it and you know it's going to be bad. You just got to get the awkwardness over and you just got to see that vagina. You got to see your dick. But like, you got to get that nut off the first orgasm and then you get rolling. Most of the time, you're okay. going to be fucking... You know? The first time you ever go out with her and ju- you... I might have better. to get a beer for this. This is funny as shit. I got one over there. You want to go get me that? It's open. I got my Stella. I like Stella. I could go and get it. Don't matter. All right. Being a dude and texting your boy while laying on your tummy. This is what Tom probably did uh, before picking Q up. <laughs> no, you, I, I, this is gayer. I, I have my, I have my phone charger and my phone like on my nightstand right next to my table, and I'll go, I'll go on one knee and just because I don't want to. I was just got out the shower, so I'm in my, yeah, I'm in doing a the Heisman. No, 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 like because I don't want to stand because it's like all the way down, like the night table's all the way down. So I'll just go on a knee and I'll go on my phone for like twenty minutes. It's not that gay. No, but in bed I do that. Like I'm still on my stomach. I wake up and I go on my phone to see if there's any messages, and then I just on my phone for like an hour. Laying I'll be in bed. a little mad if you was my son. Why? I'm just, just a little gay. But everything's yo, speaking gay. Of that. Everything's gay to blacks. Though. Speaking about be, that, um, if, if me keep saying the blacks is racist, tell me because it I'm is. Not sure. Is this in or out? <laughs> is this in or out? Saving uh, nudes on your saving nudes on your iCloud or phone for your for your son that's not born yet. So when he's 18, now I gotta reset. Repeat that. Repeat that. I gotta repeat that. And. That's I just got a, I got an argument with a girl about this. She said time. if it's it, it's going to be falling victim. Repeat it one more time. I all right. It. All right. I all right. It's uh, pretty much say when you have a future son and he's 18, you want to show him your nude collection now. You're on your iCloud and your stuff. You want to save that for, no. for whatever out, time. That's disturbing. How is that out and disturbing? Show him be a man. Oh, your daddy smashed this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yo, yo, look at these titties your daddy. His mother who fucking makes his cereal every morning. Yo, I matched this girl on an app called Tinder son. Look at these titties. I'm well, also, can you imagine the shit goes on I when we have kids? I don't have kids either, so I won't have to deal with that. Sure. That's all I'm going to say. He, he said it, and he agrees with me, Q. This is an end because, look. No. What the fuck does that what mean? What the fuck do that mean? You guys are much more open about your fucking. No, I didn't say showing dicks. I kids. said showing tits and vagina. Yeah, Who knows? First, 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 first off, first off, first off, first off, first off. No, 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 no. You got to save the nudes if you get in a relationship, right? Tell them, tell them, Q. This is the question. Save the nudes. Is it okay to... As a father, to keep nudes <laughs> from your past oh and show them to your kids so when they're older, that's a yes. If my father, yes. if my father would have showed me some of the naked pics of some of the chicks he was knocking down, I would be happy. I would know why these people coming up to me in supermarkets saying hi and hugging me so tight and saying, "How's your father doing?" You know, because I don't know who my I know I know my mom wasn't who my pops lost his virginity to. You know why? Because I got older brothers from a different mother, so that already lets me know my pops is out here knocking these down. Not you feel me? Them. I want to know what the 90 cooch is like. You feel me? I want to know. I need 80s. to know. It's good for me. I could be safe. If it's the 80s, you know that shit was hairy, so. 
Yeah, how do you know? It shows trends shout and stuff. Out, shout out to Amber. All, all I'm saying, my point was, I don't want my nudes to go unnoticed. I don't want my nudes to go away if I get in a relationship. You, you, I want to hand them to a friend, give, put it on a creep stream, put it on an iCloud account. I don't want all my hard work and dedication yo, from matching for with these losers. Be humble about yeah. it. Yeah. You know how, much it, it, how hard it is to get a nude. I don't want, yeah, and especially from these losers online dating. I got one since this thing started. I'm, I'm, I'm not even telling you, buddy. Yo, I got mad nudes, yo. You want to talk about nudes? I got nudes. My nude game is amazing. I got nude game from me. Middle school, oh. from middle school. That is that's that's actually illegal. That's actually illegal. That illegal? That's actually a violation. <laughs> I still got them. They yeah. don't look. You still like got them. middle school nudes. Anybody don't think that's a problem? They no, no, they're tell not me. in my phone. They're on my email. <laughs> they're on that's my old bad. email. Like but only because they were like twelve at the time. It's a that's weird. technically illegal porn. That's illegal porn. Underage, underage porn. Yeah. Yeah. Who said I still use that email? But like, at the end of the day, I want to hit you with some realness too. I was just going to bring some another topic up okay. that I got good nudes on my phone, but do you understand that I never sent my dick ever? Do you understand I use fake dick pics? I got yelled at. I got fake dick motherfucking pics. This is like my, I'm going to go on the Shirts Factory and talk about this. I got yelled at. Dude, that's perfect. Why don't you just start off with that? You I got fake dick pics hit. and it works. All the girls say it's amazing. I, asked, it, I asked the girl and she said it's a great idea. It's an amazing idea. I don't know why more guys don't do it. Y'all going to judge me for this, but when I was 17, I was talking to this girl day and night. I love this girl. You feel me? But... Every day we would have phone sex, like at nighttime, but I couldn't just have phone sex in my crib. I got three older brothers. I got a mom there still. So what I would do was, and my brother don't know this, so hopefully not watching, I would go to his car, right? I don't give a damn. I'm, a, I'm me. So I would, I, would, I would go to my brother's car, and I would, I would get one off every night. But the worst part was my cell phone. My cell phone was bad, all kind of shit. I would try to use the house phone. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. Let me see. But the craziest thing. Is that Chill, funny? Watch. <laughs> but, 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 but this is just what I'm saying, basically. Because I remember telling my brother the next day, one day me and him was chilling. I was like, yo, I just sent, uh, I got some nudes last night. He's like, all right, let me see him. Now, the girl purposely covered up her nipples. So is this even technically a nude? Nah, like she purposely, she sent, she sent it like this, covering it up. Now, what I sent back was a half a penis. In return, half. I'm like, oh, she want to be <laughs> slick? I'm going to be slick. My brother got mad because I sent the half a penis. He's like, why the fuck would you do that? Now she's going to be showing all her friends you got a little ass dick. And I'm like, how oh, you know I got a big dick? Because your last name Cooley. And we was, <laughs> we was getting into it. I used his phone. But it was just, look, don't send don't send your eggplant out, boys. All right? Don't. Sausage selfie. Don't No sausage selfies. Yo, don't so tell. Don't tell. I got it. No, also, hold up, hold up. What, if I, what if I sent a black cock? On like <laughs> save it. That was one of my things. I was gonna have one of my yo, boys do that. Like a girl sent a nude, and I sent a black cock back. I'm like, yo, I, that's what I'm packing down there, baby. You you gotta forget it. But basically, he just asks. Ah, right, he's white. He's white. Look at this. So, so he said, what would happen basically if he sent out a black penis pic? I thought that'd be funny. Maybe the girl would send me tits back just because it was funny. Save my. She's gonna send you back some breast cancer tits. If you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Ink Master, you ever watch Ink Master? Yeah, my cables. So on, they yeah. got all the they got the the canvases of the people who volunteer to get you know shitty tattoos or whatever because uh-huh. yeah. they don't have to pay. And one of and one of them was like a group of older women, so they wanted breast cancer survivor tattoos. So they all had had breast cancer, and you see the 
tits full on in the episode. What the fuck? And so there were no nipples because they had to get the surgery. Cause you still got no you nipples. Get your tits slit open. So it's like they looked like normal tits, but there was no nipples, mm-hmm. and they had because they had to get their tits slit open for the surgery. So so yeah, I, I've seen breast cancer tits on that episode. Jesus nothing Christ. about cancer is funny. I lost nah, yeah, cancer. No, nothing nah, about. I got a lot of fam- female family members who have breast in cancer. Peace to all those who have lost people. But uh, yo, yeah. how about this one? In and out. Stay strong, people. That's going through it right now. Stay strong. You uh, you haven't gotten laid so long. Your condoms expired. Woo. Went through that. Me too. Went through that. Shit like a I, I, I got called out in up. this basement. My co-host showed the, a comedian the condoms, and he said they were expired. Don't use them on girls. And I haven't gotten laid in so long. My condoms expired. I don't think it's a such thing as an expiration date. Out. Oh, I gave one of those for a girl. He almost got a kid by me. Yo, you're uncle. But look, this uh, does the condom really expire? Or does it really no. matter? What does it pop? It That's gets when all, they say, like, oh, this thing fucked up. We're not responsible for that anymore. Like, you can't but hold us this responsible. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It has an actual expiration date written on it. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, though. It's not like it's molded bread. You can't get anywhere with comedians. We're always off topic and doing our own things. This is <laughs> what's great so about what? it. This is, enter- this is entertainment. This what? is true entertainment right here. Yeah, this is but question, could you just wear a condom? It doesn't prevent you from like. Maybe like the. Yeah, I bug out about that too. I bug out about that. It's more likely to seep through because the material. You know, you could get uh, you could get diseases from vagina juice. You know how like the condom doesn't always fit on your whole dick. Yeah. That shit scares me too. Well, you, me, I was at an open mic one night. You, we did at the open mic <laughs> when this, bl- this, this girl went on stage and she started talking about STDs and she didn't realize that you could get an STD from oral sex. Were you there that night? What a fucking idiot. And She's we're like, the whole crowd is like, uh, we, we thought we didn't know if she was doing a bit, like if she was actually playing dumb. And we were mm-hmm. all like, uh, yeah, you can. And she's like, wait, are you serious? And we like blew her mind. You- I'm like, nah, you could blow a dick that has herpes, but you're not going to get it. Or she could have herpes in her mouth, and you, you could get still, it on your yeah. dick, and vice yeah. versa. This shit's so scary to me. You ever, it's, it's I got You got to do what John Mayer does. He just jerks off. He, he jerks got, off on the girls. You ever got neck from like a girl with morning breath? Neck. So whole. Oh that man, is, I wouldn't want to kiss. How do you know? How do you know though? You kissed her first. Oh, you chilling with her. Then what? Tell her to take a breath mint or something. No. <laughs> nah. You, oh, you never get your dick sucked with toothpaste, breath mint, lifesaver. No, I, I did that. The listerine ship it burns. It kind of feels good though. Because you're white. Look, I had to go see that. Kind of different. It's kind of it's kind of like a crazy burn. Morning breath feel good. Morning yeah. breath feel good. All right, back to the ins and outs. Let's get this over so we can talk about trending topics and uh, comedy uh, questions. Topics. We're gonna have a two hour. We're gonna have a two hour podcast. Seriously, I'm game. I don't care. Girls who force you to go out. Girls who force you to go out on the dance floor with them and make a fool of yourself. Like pretty much you can't dance, but he can, he's a dancer. I can dance. I I don't you dance. Can because he's black and he can dance. All right, I'm going to be a little racist. That's, too. That is not That's racist. racist. You guys can dance better. That's a fact. Can dance I know better. a bunch of black people so that can't dance. Are. We got rhythm. They still don't get mad at me. I don't got rhythm. I'm white. No, I'm, I can't dance. I'm too You Jewish. look like you can't dance. Exactly. You I'm talk white. like you can't dance. I've you got a scully told, on in the summer. I'll be, I'll I know be 100% you can't dance. honest. I've been told I can dance, but I don't because I don't like to. No, 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 no. Who so, told you so you can dance? Pussy. Who told you you can dance? No, people. No, no. What kind of people? What race? What what, like, what, what? Well, black people have to tell me so that way it can be. Yeah, yeah. And the universal judge? Because I'm going to tell y'all now. I'll make you comfortable. Have you seen Channing Tatum and You Got Served? Is that the movie? Yeah. He can dance. He can dance. Yeah. He can dance. You can't dance. You never count. see me dance. You, I just know you can't. I might be able to break dance better than some of your black. I got no moves. All I do is let the ass hit me, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah I don't. I just don't like the feeling of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could tell. Like, 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 like dancing is a hard. Keeping rhythm for Yash is the hardest part. I could keep rhythm. I'm just scared to dance, to be honest. Yeah, just like stand up, I have stage fright. Uh, speaking of that, do you guys have any stage fright? Yeah, I get stage fright. Well, nice, nice transition there. Well, another thing I was going to talk I about transition with uh, Q. Yeah. Also, another thing is like, how do you? I was going to ask about the. Uh, how do you know 
what's funny and what's not because sometimes some nights you're like, yo, go up there, they'll laugh at anything. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? It's like an easy cheat code, like they'll laugh at anything. And there's some nights where Q was funny, but he was mad that he didn't get the laughs he wanted. How does that ma- how does that mean that he's not funny though? It's a certain crowd. Like, say if I'm sure he went to like a hip hop place and he did a comedy night, he would kill. But I'm saying if he goes to the uh, stress factor, there's all these old white people or a different that crowd. Still cool. But but my, my point is, what's the barrier? What's the barrier? You said it's all about getting laughs. So if they don't laugh, does that mean you bomb technically? Because I don't understand that. Well, even if you're funny, it's a very fine line between laughs and killing mm-hmm. that needs mm-hmm. to be established. Like if you're getting chuckles, that's great. But like you didn't fucking kill. Yeah, you like, didn't crush the shit. Like, that's why I'll, 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 you're like, yo, I, go up tonight. It's I, a good night. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, sometimes the crowd's loose and they're honestly looking to laugh at anything. Like, you go up there and do a bunch of hack jokes and they'll laugh just because they're just in the mood. Cut. They're drinking and they're in the mood. You could so literally you hold your drink for three seconds and just smile, and they'll laugh at that. So the it's crowd dictates it. The crowd dictates if you're funny or not. That's not you. No, no. Because I'm confused by they, that I'll, concept. There's some ask, people that won't get a laugh, but their material is funny. Ask, it's ask good fifty stuff. different comics that question; they're gonna have a different answer. Same some with radio. Say, I'm saying. Some comics say, uh, "Yo, that was a shitty crowd." A lot of people mm-hmm. like the crowd is never shitty. It's your job to make them laugh. That's yeah. which is right because that's what your job is. <laughs> yeah, so how about when you go on last at the stress factor? There's four people there on their phones. Well, yeah, you, you that's get, the thing. You it's, make phones. It's all, perspe- it's all perspective, yeah. I guess. Right? All Dude, right. How about I'll give you this? I'll give you this. Last night we're at the fu- we're at the pub after stress factory, mm-hmm. and and I was at the stress factory. Or I was at the pub funny. last night after the stress factory, and it was a mix mic. So there was music and stuff going. She put on all the comics afterwards. So I went, there was literally, it was like, we, we just went to the first stage time. It was like, you know, it was me and Niddle and Tyler and Brian came and, you know, and Tiz was there. And He's so naming people that no one will no know one when you listen, no but one. it's okay. I, I understand. I've never done Nobody. this. Just edit it out. What do you mean? You it's have just like a talk. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll I'm saying it because he knows them. Yeah. And so that's he not the point. He always did that with his fucking eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I got Tourette's, man. Tell the damn story. Well, you got to remember back to the point now. The point is, it's mostly just a bunch of comics. There was like three randos like sitting at the bar. A guy brought that. his dog randos. in. He's just sitting there with with his dog and like a girl. And so we all went on. We only did like a couple minutes because it was terrible. Whatever. Brian went on and whatever. So she wrapped up. She's like, all right, thanks for coming. And then Alex came in. Was still looking for stage time. So Alex Nicholas came in. He's supposed to. Do this and he's like, fuck it. I want to go on. Before we all left. So he went on and he's going up there and you could tell he's like I'm he's without saying he's like I'm not getting off until you guys all start dying or whatever blah 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 you know he's doing he's making fun of himself blah 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 whatever and the point is towards the end all of us the comics and even the couple random people there are dying at him because he did what he had to do in his power what he could do to make them laugh like they weren't looking to laugh but he didn't get off the stage until they laughed so yeah yeah, yeah. what's the what's the moral of this so thing? he was raping <laughs> yo he raped no, he, he raped the audience to laugh he opened it up with is there you such thing as Crowd, Yo, he was—he'd be the creepy dude at the bar trying to get a girl laid. He, no, 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 no. Because you, you know open up with is there do. a shitty crowd? It's who—it's whose job is it to make the crowd laugh? Me and you. Yep. It's the job comic's job to make yeah. laugh. So if, if a comic gets off stage, I'm—I'm I'm honestly fifty-fifty. I, I do believe in bad crowds sometimes, but if somebody gets off the stage and they bombed and they come up to you and they're like, "You're about to go up next," like, "Oh, the, the crowd fucking sucks," yo, you know, get. But you, know. you can't like, all right, take my take my Rutgers night at mm-hmm. Shiggy Show. That crowd. I was. I missed him. My bad. All right. I was supposed to be there though. I, mean, I was texting I you. Was. You were probably like, "Yo, yeah, this yeah. kid never shows up." I thought up. you was going to show. He was going to get the interview. No, no, you good, you good, you good. But basically, that night, they were saying I was like number six on the list. Yeah. Now immediately they said the crowd started going downhill immediately. Oh uh, yeah. It's, I know he did a good joke. I saw it on social media with the shoes. Wait, what show was this? You called the dude out. February 18th. Yo, he called the dude out. He killed. 
it looked you like you gotta do what you gotta do to get the crowd. He on did it. Side. He did a good thing. You why, got you to. It? Yeah, I saw the video on his uh, yeah, social it's media. On my Instagram I gotta. Video. I don't know why though. I think I might unfollow you by accident, dead ass. Or maybe you, 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 you unfollow me. You better follow me by the end of the day. Follow me right now, and I'll follow you back. No, See all this. The swings. Plug me, baby. The swings. I ain't follow plugging shit. The intern of following I ain't too. plugging shit. You won't follow <laughs> Now I'm going to talk like my uncle. Uh, Who the fuck you think you is? <laughs> I'm keeping the headphones. But, nice. but you got to get the crowd. When you say, like last night, I did a set. Just joke. I missed you. It always yeah. works. It just wasn't hitting. But I know I had a backup joke that always works. And I went to that. And it worked. That's another so thing. So it's though. like that's another thing. Though. I got to comment say, on that too. Yeah, I, I, I comics will do a joke, and we can bomb. never get a whole story across. I feel bad for you guys. We can't. You guys are really like you know everyone. Right. It's like we just cut everyone off. I got a question for you guys. Jesus Christ! What's more important, the joke or the actual delivery of the joke? Delivery. I feel like delivery. Delivery. Okay. He just said, um, "I do a jo- like you know, or somebody will be like, I do a joke, and then it bombs, and they're like that joke usually works. That's a, that's a fine line. Like you might have a joke that works for four months straight, and then you go do a show and it bombs. You can't, you're never gonna know. You know what it is? It was my delivery. There you go. It's the way I did I was it. There you ask. go. Do you guys do you guys scope the crowd out? Oh, here was my question. I see it sometimes. I know I see it. Well, you always you're always coming and talking to me. You see me doing. I this, think so. you comedians, not you guys, but some have egos and think they're hot shit. And I see most, I yeah, see most. when some doesn't someone doesn't uh, hit a good joke, they'll start making fun of the crowd or like being bitter towards the crowd. I, and I hate I, that I, negative I, energy shit. But I, some I, people do and it might work. A lot of people do that, and I I don't I don't like that. I don't fuck with that. But I never I never you know do what that. I'm talking about. You see it right? No, I never do. I that, saw someone who wasn't doing any funny jokes, but thought he was the man. Like because like. I, after they perform, I don't even know who it is to be honest. What? That's not fucking funny. I'll or before he would act like he was the man, like like before he got up. You know how you guys like do your thing. He Name walks names. around, he's like nervous, and you guys are like just like, oh, I'm just doing whatever. Like he was acting like it the could, man. It I could honestly be like don't his know first who it was. Second time up though, he never yeah. done it before. So. He was just like, I guess. Faking Look, I still get nervous as shit. But yo, what my to. point was like, do you ever like start uh, hating on? Uh, do you ever heckle before you get heckled? I guess it would be considered that. Hell, do you ever make fun of the person before they make fun of you? Like nah, some do. I say if a joke doesn't hit, you're like, oh, you y'all doing tonight no, no I, I do crowd work don't get me wrong but i do I that do shit scares me crowd work i just show you like i acknowledge what i'm seeing out here up on the stage but i'm not doing it to like bash you and, and yeah. i'm still gonna do my material yeah, yeah, yeah. probably that's probably yeah, starting on my material if way. i don't have an opener yeah i'm the same way you know, like i'll like, use i'll use a crowd member to go into a um, into a joke so like la- like last night i got this joke about old people driving so i'm like are there any senior citizens here and i like mm-hmm. look into the crowd and be like not okay. you maybe you because they look older it's yeah, not, i'm not making fun of them i'm yeah. using them if i need them i need them to use and back to what sam was saying about uh you might have a shitty joke but the delivery is good so it works i think i have a kind of a i like the joke and it took me a while to write it and I, but i think it might be kind of shitty but like if I get the delivery right, it works sometimes. So like that's just an example where I'm. Not, I don't know. I haven't been told it's a shitty joke. But like I just people are nice to you. Yeah, maybe that's the case. But like it sometimes it'll work. And I, like I've been doing it for for a few weeks. So like I don't know. But like delivery de- delivery is super important. Can I talk about something? Because you just made me hit a point. When I call uh, one of the comedy clubs last year, this time last year. I'm very new in comedy, like I said. So what's new considered? How long you been doing it? Well, I'm now. I'm like we're real real close. New is two years. Well, you just said you started and then you quit for like three years. Yeah, so I only did two times on the stage in general. So you you would you start? You did two times when you were 19, and then you stopped until you were 22. 22. Yeah, that's not too bad. I'm I'm coming up on two years, but I'm not like I'm not. Busting my ass as much as I should be, going up seven, eight, ten times a well, week. No, 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 no. I'm gonna get into that. Yeah, what's the deal with that? No, We're no, going no. Up. Let me, let me, because talk right. about it. Because it's going, it's going to segue into that. Because I remember calling one of the big comedy clubs in New York, asking for stage time and all that. Da, da, da. We're at fifty-eight it's, minutes. 
And then she, uh, the lady going to sit there and tell me, well, uh, you have to work on your comedy sets for four months. Four months, you got to work on your five minutes for four months. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this white lady? What she meant like all together, like your new material or like everything if you combined? Got, if you got a set that you think is good, work on it for four months. Night in and night out, four months. Is that long. a lot or a little? I that's honestly too had, fucking I, long. That's way too oh, really? long. Well, dude, that's the thing. Oh, you got your... You, is it like... Is comedy like rap? Dish? Sorry, you're a comedian, so I'm going to cut you off because you're a comedian and you could talk about it right after. But for someone listening to what he just said, if you're listening... I'm a comedian if you use the term comedian very loosely. If you listen to hip-hop or rap, say Rick Ross makes an album, but the material is old like two years ago and he puts it out now, it's kind of fucked up, right? Dude, so what you're saying is that Sorry. If you had your five minute set that all the material was kind of like two years old, but you want four months, you want newer material. Yeah, but this is when I segue into what he said segue. about going up into like seven times a night. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. If you're going up three times, a, if you're going up five times a week, yes, five times a week, you're doing that same set five yeah, times. You missed out on so much more material you could be building on. That's one of my questions actually later on like, about how well, to yeah, get, how to get new material. Like, you want to talk about this because you hear you hear you'll hear a comic or a booker or a club owner say you got your five like a five is like a, is like a, when you're starting out it's like you got a five, yeah, and you could work on a five for freaking two years. You could do five minutes of material for two years before you even touch another joke. Mm-hmm. And and but you don't and grow. That, yeah, you don't. Like, yeah, you can do that. That's fine. Like and some people need right. that. Maybe you maybe you like. It's me a, now. All my shit's old. Maybe you're gonna cl- get a club audition, and it, you know, you need, it's a five minute audition. It's a solid five. So you do the first five jokes you ever wrote, and you just practice that for months and months before the audition, whatever. Like I had, like I'm weird. Like my writing style is weird. So like I had a five, but like I've over the course of time, as time's gone on, I've written better jokes that I subbed in for that, or I have different five. I have, here's a five minute set. Here's a five minute set. Here's a five minute set. But I don't just have a, a mandatory five minute set. Joke, 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 joke. These five minutes I do all the time. I might have another. I might have a five minute set where it's like, I've done two or the three of these old jokes. But hey, I just wrote this newer joke like a week or two ago. And let me put that in. Gotcha. It also depends if it's a show, if it's an open mic, if you're going up in front of four people, and I just want to fuck around, maybe try something I've never tried or something I wrote years ago and have never said. Gotcha. We'll probably make this two episodes. It's an hour right now. Yeah, but hold I was on. Gonna say, have you ever been in a situation where you just go up there, nothing on your mind, you just like? What? That's my question. Yeah. My question. Yeah. I wrote it down. I didn't want to cut anyone off. I go. How did you even start? You start your material on stage. Like, how do you even it's start it up? Uh, and have no, you ever gone like, blank and said random stuff? Have you ever had a mind blank up there? What Sam just asked, I did last night. So yes. Yes. Yeah, is get, it a good idea or is that just like? Well, what do like you do when the mind goes blank? I feel like in situations like it's gonna oh, happen. I, I got nothing to lose I here like versus like it's an audition. I like these questions now. Dude, I was I'll give you just to show you how much of a newcomer I am, like I'm not any seasoned comic or anything. I did a show at Greenwich last month. Oh, it's August now. Two well, months well, ago. You gotta talk about what a Greenwich is and Greenwich Village Com Greenwich Village Comedy Club. It's in it's in the city. It's you know, it's a comedy club. I got I reached out to a, a show, a guy who produces a show and he gave me a gave me a spot, an opportunity. I was very thankful. And I wasn't expecting anything huge. Like it was a late. It was a. Yeah, it was actually a decent. It was like a nine o'clock show on a Tuesday, but it was. It's. It was newcomers and you know amateurs. I didn't know who the lineup was going to be. There was one guy from the Tonight Show, but like a million years ago. Anyway, that's not the point. So I didn't know what the crowd was going to be like or anything. And I did. I got ten minutes, and I bombed my face off because I. What you just said. My mind went blank for some unknown reason. I was definitely. Oh, I was over whatever that word is. Where you're like, oh my god, anxiety, like, stress, panic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just overwhelmed. Okay, you're overwhelmed with the crowd. So put, put it this way: there was a lot more people in the crowd than I thought there was going to be. 
And I did my, I did, I did, you know, jokes I've been doing for a long time. I did about five minutes, and I was, I was given ten minutes. And then once like that seven, eight minute mark came, I just started to look into the crowd too much. I'm like, there's so many people here, like they're waiting for a punch, they're waiting for a laugh, and I fucking bugged out, and I bombed. And that's an example of where I was like, all right, let me fucking get off stage and quit, and never do this again. <laughs> Which is exactly what I was about to do, and then I was just like, "Fuck it!" I had to leave. I just, I like, had to just clear my mind. I bugged out because I was just like, could, could, "That was one of the." That was one of the. That example, the, t- the size of the crowd, that's the, probably the biggest show I ever did. Com- so like, com- I was freaking out. Comedians are overthinkers, and is there a time where, like, I heard you just say, like, you needed like a certain punchline at a certain time? Is is there a time where you're too strategic and not? like genuine with your words and just say what's on your mind or have the joke like do you have to be calculated as a comedian or is there times where you have to just be brave and say fuck it let me just say this right now and not do the whole story or yada 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 good enough most people do that Patrice O'Neill is a perfect example you have to be be calculated yeah you gotta know how to time and strategic somebody asked a question though it was two questions yeah ask a question no no what was the question what what, what I asked before yeah yeah, just now what you asked yeah yeah Yeah. no but my question to him because he was just saying like he does he bombed it but what I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, because I was listening to it earlier before I got here, he said that you can, he, oh, one of the guys he had on, he said you either, you can uh, win in situations or you can learn from situations. Instead of, you wouldn't say you, wouldn't say you lost, you learned, you gained a new mm-hmm. experience, you have, you know what you did wrong. But if you didn't learn from what, from the mistake you just made, you, you're, you lost, you're a loser. Yeah. So like, what, did you learn anything that, from that? That example, purely, since I, I can't emphasize this enough, I'm not, a seasoned comedian I've been, I'm coming up on two years and I was given an opportunity to do probably more than I should have been do, time wise doing at that stage so what happened was I did some set and I had plenty of jokes to fill out the, the time slot I was given it's just that when you're doing a, when you're doing op- say like um, two months before that I'm just doing open mics where you get most primarily you know cues is an exception you get to, he gives us ten minutes but most mics are five minutes, yeah. sometimes even less. Just stress factor, we get three minutes. We get three minutes up there, guys. Three minutes. That's why we're going up there and we're trying to do flash that. the lights. That's why we're going up there and we're trying to do our setup punch, setup yeah, punch because we want to get laughs. That's why I, it's so that's what happened. You can't even that's, tell a story. That's you can't what happened to me. I learned in that situation I'm that I was doing three and five minutes set for months and then I got this big opportunity in front of a big crowd to do ten minutes and after my five minutes, my mind went blank. Although I had, the, I had the material to fill out the time, but I was just like, I'm not used to going this long. So I, I blanked out and I bugged out. And I was just like, fuck, what the hell do I do here? And then you're sitting with a mic in front of 80 people with nothing to say, even that though... That will happen to me. And you're too in the moment to realize, oh, wait, I got more jokes. And you're just frozen. That's what happened. So I learned that you better fucking know your goddamn act when you're going up in front of a crowd like that, because that yeah. was and that was a crowd ready to laugh. It wasn't that's, like that's, it wasn't like I was fighting to get their attention. Like they were this, ready to laugh. This, this just goes back to the uh, your five minutes. You see how you only can have five minutes, but you still got opportunity where you got to have another five minutes on top of that. That's why I say you can't just keep working on the same set for four months day in and day right. out. That's right. If you got the time to work something else in. Do that. It's going to help you in the end. You got to be ready for all opportunities. Mm. I don't got calls where they ask, "Do you have thirty minutes?" And I need the money, so it's like, "Yeah, I got thirty. Now I have thirty, but but you might not have what you got. That sounds like panic. You ever get nervous, like uh, anxiety on stage, panic attack, or anything like that? Or you can't. You got to. You got to keep it together. You got to keep it together. I'm sure it's happened. I was trying to get words out, but I was in a bad state, and you, the crowd, and the and the guy who was hosting the show could definitely tell. Once he lit me, good segue here. I got. He's like, yeah. I, yeah, know, I oh. feel like if you're doing something like that, it's kind of like if you're going in a pool, like you think it's like the cold water, but then you get in, it's like, oh, it's not even that bad. And you go swim or something like that. It's sort of like, it's like the fear of 
before you actually get started. Or yeah, it's anticipatory like, anxiety. Yeah, anticipatory yeah. anxiety. At stage fright type shit. Uh, I always got yeah. it before I go up there, but once I go to concert. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you like take shits up there? Is there a routine you do before? You don't seem too nervous when you go. He's, he walks around a lot on his phone <laughs> and he gets in the zone. He gets a stool over there. Shoot, was uh, she talking about when the four, the whole like four months and the five minutes, like don't reveal that material until no, no. four months or just like keep working on it keep and get better at it? Work, like basically if it's a song, don't work on your album. Don't work on anything else for four months. You keep going so back to the my, studio. This is, my only, this is my only five minutes. This is what I have. And this, this is what I'm going to be what doing for got. the next four months. And when the time presents itself, you got to do this five minutes. Okay. And at what, and so what point do you know if it's like perfect? And until you should kid, know after like three weeks at most probably. Okay. So I get like, on to the next to the yeah, next, next thing. thing. Yeah. Like, that's no, no, the thing. Like that's that the difference though. Because yeah. me and him... We, we have a different outlook on it. Not that his is right and mine wrong or vice versa. He says two years, I'm not a seasoned comedian. Yeah, he downplays uh, himself and yeah. you're uh, playing himself. Yeah, well, you're and Q are, really, are good friends. You know, I honestly, I've only known him. I've known him less than a year. And less than that? Yeah, less than Probably that. since well, the new year that. started. Nah, he just needed yeah. a ride here, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, I, my friends who are comics, I, I, we talk about shit all the time, and because you know all my home friends don't do comedy, they fucking know me from being home. They never see me do comedy. No, there is a good bond over there. But me and him are good friends. We love to talk about comedy, but we're gonna have a tons of different views. Like he's mm-hmm. saying, he likes to pr- promote himself and make it loud, and he's got different yeah. outtakes on things than I'm gonna have. But we're both doing the same shit up there. Do you think some people at the club or in your comedy space are frenemies? They just don't want to see you do good. Quoi? Hell yeah. Or do you? You literally said that to me last night. Or do you yeah. think that they are just cool with you to see if you'll make it and they want to tag along? I think I got a few of those. <laughs> I see. I see. My home friends out, are like that. Outside of looking in, I see that shit. I'm like, dude, I think people are fake, people, fake, people, fake, fake, fake happy here. People, They're acting like, like fake like, boys here. It's like here. a football team. Almost. Like you, it's like a little fraternity over yeah, there. You know who's next up to be top frat and you want to get your ranking and all that. You want to have that good job when you get out of college. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's how a lot of people are doing it. People, they don't got to like me. I know that already. A lot of people don't like me. They don't like how I carry myself, how I'm just so loose with just being myself. Mm-hmm. I got my, I wear my scarf some nights. I got my stool. I'm just yeah, what me. the fuck? Who cares? Yeah, but a lot of them still know, like, I'm driven enough to not settle. So stay cool. Because you never, yeah. like. I'm observing. I see this, you know, from like an outsider even, looking in. I know even, people probably get at me for not even doing comedy and coming and being I in that circle. I always, you all the time. You know what's funny? <laughs> and I'm even being in that circle and just talking to you guys. You know what's funny? I know people will be like, why the fuck's he here? You know what I mean? Up to last month. Every time I saw him, I always swore I just missed his set. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm that I'm guy. Yo, always, you just missed my set. Yeah, I was always expecting it. Like, yo, you just missed. Wait, Mike, what's your reason for not starting this yet? Like, because you go there, you're sitting, you're observing yeah, you as that. close I, know. As I feel I like you just so need to jump in, the, jump in the cold water. I don't. Just get your head in the game. Even if you just blank My out mind's crazy because I have, I'm a perfectionist and I overanalyze stuff and I'm not experienced at it. So for radio, like I have, dude, you don't even understand. I have like 40 pages for stuff, right? For tonight. But I, I just like still was nervous and didn't know what to put. So, for instance, my comedy shit's just all over the place. I got so much shit. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to say. Wait, and wait, I'm st- and I have stage fright. And I'm scared as fuck. When is the Everyone first is. time? So the, here's the thing, with the, the, here's the thing with the swings. Here's the thing with the swings. I know okay, it's been ahead. two years for me. On my first podcast. I like I like the attention on someone else. So say if Q is a like say if he's a rapper right now and I'm going to a show, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, future, I get backstage passes. I interview him. I ask him the questions. I make him laugh. I feel comfortable. You guys talk to an audience. I like talking to the camera or to somebody else and getting the attention off me. I don't think want the camera attention. No, I know I got funny as, stories. Think as the camera and the audience the same thing because they don't talk sure. back to you. In an interview, they're talking back to you. Yeah. A crowd when you do like stand up, unless back. they're a heckler, they're not talking back to you. I, it's all on you. I quick, I quick react to people talking. Wait, back. but one, just one question: When's the first time you thought about doing doing it? I got it in like my journal and shit in 2015. 
So two years. Oh, right. I had Vinnie Brand. I had an interview set up with Vinnie Brand. It never worked. Uh, we didn't work it out. Okay, so oh, that's the first time you thought about doing twenty. No, because I did the same thing. Two, Remember, I told you I bitched out for like actually longer than that. But I did radio instead in Mammoth like, in 2013. I, I bitched out for like three. I bitched out. Yeah, like I think it was like January. Like, like, actually, no, when the, I can't remember. Like, my, yeah, my thing he knows. He knows why. I, I didn't. I also on radio. You don't. No one sees me. So I'm not gonna push. I, I tell him every night when no I see one him sees me on radio. So mm-hmm. I was just but doing comedy push. without anyone seeing me. And I know it can be. I know that people make people laugh. My comedy is too much making fun of myself, though. People will be like, yeah, people scared to do I have all my shit is all me making fun of myself. I don't even have anything like everything is from a personal story. I, you know, that's all I got, though. Like, Schultz said you shouldn't rely on that when I was interviewing. He said people do it too much, and some people do it just that cool. Yeah, I know, but I really, my life has been a joke, so I really have stuff that's true. Like, it's not even, fu- it's so fucking funny, you wouldn't believe it. I know you. I almost broke my dick using a flashlight. Wait a minute. Okay. We're going to get back to that. Too. I, know, I, know you have, I know you're here to, to make the questions and everything, but I asked him the question. The interview should really night. be on you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. But I hate getting the interview on me, even in job interviews. I always try to interview everyone else. That's my self, that's my defense. I asked him last night, where did he see himself five years from now? It's because I ask people this in, in, in comedy when I get the chance because this is how you got to look at it. You got to look at it as a matter of life or death. You feel me? Like, no matter how many jobs you get, how good the job is, is it going to make you stop? What are you showing right there. now? I'm showing you we're looking. Years. We're looking at his Look's dream board right and there's a lot mm-hmm. of skin. Some of it guys. See? Some abs. So we're not exactly sure. Look, he's much. judging me. Well, I'm not judging. You too. Judge, I just want to know what age you were when you made this. You too. I used to do them at Mammoth for a class, so I just did one like last year. Well, it's just a bunch of what pi- a lot pictures of, a you lot put of that out. Have this. A lot of celebrities and a, a, a lot of people on the low. It's like a thing you see. They look everyday motivational shit. So that's like my that's school. Good. Yeah, kind see, of. I don't have that. See that? Yeah. It's either radio, podcast on this side. Maybe dabble in the stand up. Make some fucking money. Do something you're passionate about. Legacy. Inspire YouTube. Uh, TV studio. TV. Speak your mind. Become a host. I'd rather be a host than a... I'd be not using stand-up comedy, but I would do stand-up stand, comedy don't just do stand-up try to get open different, different doors. Do you might not about. like it. You might go up... Yeah. Well, if you yeah. go up for your first time, you're like, yeah. fuck this. I w- I'd rather be a radio host. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I'd love it to be a TV host, but radio's dying. I like to just get into stand-up and do different things. That's why I asked about the different doors. You're, and stuff you're, and you're doing a lot of what ifs, like, oh, what if I blank out? What if they don't like me? What yeah, if you're right. I shouldn't shit. even care. Yeah, I know I'm, like, I know I'm just, funny. I'm not trying to be arrogant. Because you may not even fucking trying. like it in the long run. Well, but good segue. What's the crea- what's your creative process like? Uh, life experiences. Do you walk around with a notepad all day and write down funny shit? And that we all got our notes. I, we all like to talk about our life in some kind of way. I got two questions. How much time do you put into, like, if you're doing, like, observational comedy, like, current events or something, how long do you put in, like, preparing for that? Like, oh, I heard about it on the news this afternoon. Let's talk about it tonight. Let's talk about Lil Duval transgender shit. Let's go back to my questions. Or you're going to be an asshole, I'm like. Damn, I'm just getting violent up in this oh. motherfucker. Well, you said for observational stuff, like, I'll, I'll tweet a lot about current events, like, if I can make a joke out of it, because, like, I just make jokes because that's what I like to do. But, like, for a set, I'm, I, I'm, I've I'm never been told what my style is, but gauging from my material, I'm pretty sure I'm mostly observational. Like, you know, like a sign. I'm not comparing myself to Seinfeld. I'm just saying, like, Seinfeld-esque. I do do self-deprecating, which I'm pretty sure every comic has a slew of self-deprecating jokes. Yeah. His whole shit is about Tinder and how he looks like a bitch. And his mom is on there. Or his mom says you look like a bitch. Your mom says you look like a bitch. Which is funny more than my material. Than that. Like, okay. Yeah, there's more of the material. No, I said, I said everyone has self-deprecating jokes. I'm not saying that's your my whole My whole life is up there. Everything about me. What do you okay, want? that's great. What do you want right now? 
I'm about to go back live. Uh, how, but, many, um, how many people watch? So far, we had 22. Nice, not so bad. Far. But I mean, I don't... In terms of, in terms of ob- observe, observing things, because I, I do do a, a lot of, uh, you know, observational jokes, if I'll, I'll just be in everyday life and maybe something will come to my head or I'll see someone do something, I'll be like, oh, maybe there's a joke there. And I'll write, I'll write like a short idea down. If I have it, or if I already came up with a joke, I'll write the whole thing down. Uh, but I'm lazy. I don't do that that often. I, I'll do my, I'll put it in my notes. Like you can look at my notes. It's mostly all jokes. And then I, ha- I have like a notebook that's pretty full. Although I rarely look at it, and it's mostly shit that's much more written out. So I'm, I'm really lazy. Like I'll, like I'll, do, I've been doing the same set the past like three st- oh, oh, stress open mics. I've been doing the same set because it's jokes I want to perfect, or that I want to make sure are working. I like so, and, I'm, and Q's gonna have a, 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 a you know a, Wait, a routine that's ten times different than mine. So we always look at each other and go. <laughs> What's the process? Creative process. Creative process. Right. My creative process. You know, I got the notes in my my phone. I got notebooks that I rarely go back into, but it could literally be like most comedians. I just drop a quick topic, and I just hope to remember to talk about it when I get a chance. So that's my whole process on it. Like just or just if something happens in the moment. Alright. You guys got any good heckler stories? Hell yeah. That's actually one of my questions. That's what I want to hear. That's yeah. like the in the moment kind of shit. Let's go. Alright, so this is July, uh, June 26, 2016. This guy knows every fucking date. I keep it I don't even know when I started. See? You gotta, be on, you gotta fall in love with this shit. Yeah, that shit. too. You gotta fall in love with this shit. You just lust. I'm, I'm more, I love, I'm the one who knows all the comics. He's like, who the fuck is George Yeah, he Carver? tells the whole story, everything <laughs> yeah. in the story, and you tell the dates. It's funny. I, I like observing you guys. One big calendar. He's like, yeah, Jack was there. Right, when you get, was there. I, I'm honestly, I don't, I don't have any great heckling stories. Okay, you go ahead. All that right. I know of right now. So comic by the name of Marshall Brandon, big time comic veteran, performed with Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, Mike Epps, Dino Rawlins. Basically, I got a, uh, I hit him up about his spot. He had one in Queens. So I'm very new. I didn't even have the stool yet. So <laughs> Talk about that <laughs> That's stool. That's what you know you're new. I'm going to definitely talk about the stool. So uh, I went all the way out to his spot in Queens. I got there late. I was mad. I thought I missed a chance. It's in a bar. Now, since who he is, I'm not expecting it to be a bar. You know, I'm still that new. I'm thinking it's going to be a sold out show and mm. some spot. But I got there. Immedi- I wore this shirt. That's the crazy part. That's crazy. That you remember that and you like have new shoes and you remember what you wear. I do the same shit too, though. I, I remember this shit clearly. Like I got there, it was like seven sixteen. The show started at seven. I thought I wasn't even about to go in anymore. Soon as I walk in, as soon as I walk in, he says, "You know what? You about to go up right now? You first. Some of the comedians running a little late. Crowd already there. It's all black people. South oh, so side." Ooh, <laughs> South Side Jamaica Queens. I would have fucking got my ass kicked. Mind you, I didn't have you any any material yet. This is oh, like yeah. four months in, five months in. Wait, why are you asking for these spots? You don't have all the material set up yet. Because I had connections. Well, yeah. I just, I, well, when you know, the fact that he gave you the spot is amazing. So yeah, and you don't think at that time you don't have no material. You got stuff you got that you always say. You think that's your jokes. So I go up there and I went to my first joke. It was like a Butterfinger joke about me being allergic to peanuts. Terrible joke. Oh, you too. <laughs> Huh? Oh, shit. My, my nigga. He just told me that in the car that he's allergic, guys. It's the first time I found out. But, oh, oh, you got shit. an EpiPen or nah? <laughs> yeah, I don't use that shit no more. So I go up there and start talking about that. Within like a minute, it goes downhill. They start heckling me like, what the fuck? What is you doing? Da-da-da-da. Like, And then I mention I'm from Piscataway. We in Southside Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. They don't respect that. <laughs> you feel me? So now they really heckle me. They're like, get your little ass out of here. They It's older crowd, older black crowd. They basically demanded me to go up the stage. The dude that's hosting walked outside to his car so I can't even oh, give shit. the mic up to nobody right. so I'm just up there trying to fill in time I'm probably on like 10 minutes of just standing still trying to make jokes 
So it was this dyke there. <laughs> oh my he god! He said it so casually. Oh, it's great. Why would I edit that out? He said it so casually. You might have some lesbian listeners. I don't know. And she was like five, six, five, six, probably like one thirty. And I was like, "Oh, give it up for little boozy." She got mad. She's like, "I don't look like no goddamn little boozy." Anyone Damn, else? Damn, you can't do that to a woman in Southside Jamaica, Queens. And I was like, "Oh shit, let me chill, let me chill." So after that, the host finally walks back in. He just looking, observing the room, like what's going on. Like, da-da-da. I was like, "Yo, just take this, just take this back." Mm-hmm. And I went outside. He, he brought the next comedian up because that's where he was outside for. He came outside. He talked to me. He was like, "Look, man, don't worry about that shit." Just it is what it is. You feel me? At least you got came out and performed. Da, da, da. I'm mad. I spent all this money. You took the L. Took the largest L. It, the story. The worst part about it is this night's not even done. So a comedian, I forgot his name. I think Damien or something like that. He's in a wheelchair. Well, he's a he was headline. This motherfucker did like 45 minutes. I kid you not. Now I'm back in there trying to talk to the dude about advice and all that shit. The host, the I guy in a wheelchair. Question. Says, yo, 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 Marshall, stop talking to that little nigga over there. He ain't funny. All right? He stopped talking. All about you? Damn. Yeah. You and I'm this, like, I got in a wheelchair. You can't see like six four. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. So, so Marshall, like, nah, man. He, he, he's like, nah, fuck that. Get that little nigga over here right now. So he make me walk in front of everybody to the stage spot now. So I'm standing there. Now he in a wheelchair holding my hand. Like, look at them. Look, look, look. See, this is wrong with these young people nowadays. They don't fucking listen. So I'm on the spot. So now he just This straight. is a big heckle. Wait, so the, the guy in the wheelchair brought you on stage? Yep. And shit on you in front of the crowd? In front of the whole crowd. And then he made me sit right in front of him. And he kept coming at me. Da-da-da. So now I'm like, Did you what? fucking talk? I would have beat the shit out of the guy. He in a wheelchair. See, black That's on black exactly crime. That's exactly why I would have beat the shit. Black on, black on black crime is South side This is black on black crime. See, this is, that's the thing. A white guy would never be in that situation because you're in... I, first Maybe off, I was talking I heard a situation loud. before. No, I would never get yes to do a show. You would get batteries thrown at you. But I mean, that's insane. Like, Maybe I was why you be like, why don't you just do your act? Why are you ma- you making fun put of me? Put me in it, yeah, yeah. So after that show's over, I'm just like, this is some bullshit. So the host goes back up. He's like, give it up for all Phone's the comedians. He's yeah. like, give it up for all the comedians. So he went to the first one. Da-da-da. Then he went to me. He was like, give it up for Quahim. He's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't good. Uh. So he's like, yo, y'all gonna feel real fucking stupid if he become famous one day because that's what's wrong with black people. Having a Chappelle. Because y'all be like, oh, he wasn't funny that day, or that wasn't him, da 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 He was like, watch, you're going to see this motherfucker all around the college areas, all this shit, doing big things. You and I'm st- I started rolling when he said this shit, because I was like, that's you what's wrong thanking with him, though. It takes a lot of balls to go see, that's to a, you're That's a fucking nice, a great, solid guy. Like I've been, I was given cool advice by dude. two comics, and I fucking Which one was the enough. cool dude? The host, the Marshall, host Brandon. Marshall Brandon, but not the guy in the wheelchair. No, yeah, I ain't. Fun. And then the motherfucker in the wheelchair he tried to him on stage. the motherfucker in the wheelchair hit me, gave me his card. He was like, you know what? I got a spot out in uh, Brooklyn. Wait, you need to come in because you need help because you don't know what the fuck you're doing up there. Da, 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 da. That takes a lot of balls to go to Southside Jamaica Queens. Well, if I was like even yeah. even uh, Q doing that, not knowing anything about comedy yet. Well, I wouldn't even have attempted to go on the train to get there. Well, that's funny. He I said something so, in this. I, I got so a question hate. for you guys. What's the best advice you received from a comedian when you were just starting out? I got because re- I was working at a club where there was comics all night, so I would fucking literally. I would, we work, I'd work during the day, and then the shows would start up at like 7, 8 o'clock, and I'd go down, and I'd sit in the back of the comedy club, or I'd sit at the bar, like, in, not in the back hallway, there's like, you know, there's, the cur- there's like a, a doorway, and then you could open up, and just, the stage is right there, you know, you're off to the side, and I would just watch, like, people's sets, like, I had people's sets memorized, because I was watching it every night, but two comedians, again, you're not gonna know who they are, Greg Warren and Brian Scott McFadden both gave me advice, I didn't really, I'm not one to, like, go, be like, oh, can, what should I do, like, because I'm, I'm not annoying shit. like that. 
But like I, I think I just got struck into a, an off comedy conversation with Greg Warren or something, whatever. And anyway, he's like he's a headliner. He's you know he did the stress. La- I he was at the stress last year. He's you know he does the road. He's, I think he's on last comic standing. Anyway, he, he was just like you know just like like all all advice for comedy, all advice for shit is going to be cliche. You know he just like. If this is what you want to do, you know, just be yourself, do it. It's all cliche, bull, you mm-hmm. know, like shit you've heard before, but it made a lot of sense because I wasn't worried about that. This is when I was, re- I'm, I think I'm, I'm new now. This is like I was probably doing it like a month. Mm. And I was just, I wanted to know more about how people do crowd work or people how do shit off the cuff. Because I'm just like, you do your act, you memorize your act, you go up and do your act, which is most of it. But it's just like, because this instant, Greg Warren, he was like messing with a crowd member, like, you know, doing crowd work just off the cuff. That's why I was talking to him afterward. Like, he, you know, I watched him and then I had the conversation with him after he got gotcha. off stage. And he's just like, dude, you know, don't, don't even worry about that. Like, some of the times it'll come natural depending on the crowd. Like, if you, you know, if you feel like you want to do crowd work and you want to go in the crowd, once you've been doing it a super long time, like, he, you know, he's been doing it probably 20, 25 years. Oh, wow. You are, you know, just, just, just trust your just trust your instincts and you know just believe you you know what you're doing. If it's going bad, you know, then what do you, you know? There's nothing you can do. And Brian Scott McFadden kind of echoed the same kind of thing. It's just like don't worry about that stuff. Like you know, do your act, get up as much as you possibly can. Obviously, which I'm too I'm lazy as fuck too. I could have got up tonight in front of at the mix mic in front of a guy dressed up like a raccoon. No joke. And I did and I didn't. Yeah. I I played basketball instead. No, and I came here. here. We came uh, here. Yeah. Yeah, he literally he dressed up like a raccoon and plays the accordion. So it's comedy over everything. Like, say if you were doing a radio interview, a podcast interview, you would rather go to open mic night. Well, that's you have it. Yeah, but again, I'm not. Q Q's gonna fight me on this hard, and he he's gonna bitch at me. But the six seven night thing. Yeah, what? I if you wanna if you wanna have a shot, you gotta move. You know, you could Q was telling me you could become the best thing in your town. But like, we live in fucking suburbia, New Jersey. You know, New York's at, the, at our fingertips, so I, I, I go to New York as much as I possibly can. I haven't gone in a while, and I hate myself for that. I usually like to go two two times a week at least. And I just got a day job, so I'm only going to be able to go on the weekends. So every single Saturday well, I can't and Sunday, go at night. By the time I get out of work, no, by the time I get out of work, it's going to be like 7, 8 o'clock. To hit open mics, they're going to be... Doing gonna your be, outfit. They're going to be wrapping up. No, I, I, I'm sure I will at some point. I've just been lazy, and I've been doing more spots in New Brunswick or whatever. Anyway, that's not the point. I, I, you gotta, you gotta, I would ideally would want to get up. If you live, you need to go to New York or go to LA. You know, you're going to hear that a lot. You don't need to, but it has, it's your, it's your best shot to get up as much as possible and do, and get a, open mics, bar shows, shitty shows, shitty mics in front of two people. It doesn't matter. And go up like three, four, five times in one night. That way you're going up 20, between 20 and 25 times in a week. And me, and uh, me who's going up like, you know, right now, maybe four or five times a week is good. And, you know, I'm working on my shit and shit, but like. I, 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 you asked a question to start this off, but like, I don't, you know, I, you need to, you need to just do it as much as you possibly can. You ever get your doubts where you're like, I don't know if I should be doing this or like. Every single time I go on stage. Like it's like. Every day. Every single time I get off stage. It's like, yo, I I don't, I'm not feeling the energy right now. Like I'd rather just stay home and uh, jerk off in bed instead of going to something like. That's the thing, you're going to hear like, I'll hear from my friends just like, it's great. You know, you're going to do it. Like some people, some people, I'm pretty sure some people are in it. A lot of people that were boys without the stress. Like me, I could be in this role and I might not even know it. Some people want to just do this because they like to make people laugh. That's me. And they just, they kind of do it as a hobby. They're not like yeah. looking to make it their career. They're like, Stay I got my day job. Me. I got my benefits. I got my $50,000 a year. I'll go out at night and do this because I, I like to. Some people who I see, I personally think you need to go to a New York or an LA-esque area to 
pursue it full time for the rest of your life if that's what you want to do, and it, it could work out, or you could be doing open mics for fifteen years and nobody ever gives you a shot. Yeah, it's all about a upgrade. so it's all it's all about, it's all about who knows. My buddy, my buddy Gracie, up. who I you know I think you've met him. I really want him to get I want get him on if you can. I'll give you his number. He is like I don't want to be doing open mics at fucking forty. Like I want to be a I want to be I want to be all about the level up. I want to be working clubs or I want to be a, I want to be a comic. And we go to open, Stress Factor open mics. This 65-year-old dude is doing yeah. open mics because, like, oh, I want to do it for my, I want to do it for my family, whatever. And that's fine. Like, do it. Yo, that's awesome. Like, and I'm the same way. I might, you know, I might be working a day job the rest of my life and I'll be doing it at night. But, oh, like, I don't know. Damn, if they thought that. I don't nah, know if I, I want to be, I don't know if I want to, if I put it in perspective and I got to work a day job the rest of my life, I don't know if I want to go out to the Stress Factor open mic after work at age 48 and, and do open mics. I don't know if it's worth it. That's what I'm asking. Okay, so for Q, what are the steps here? What's the level up? What What is the process? I've been asking in the Q's fucking notes line. I sent you. Q has, is going to argue or, or I know, me on that because I don't want to hear that either. I don't want to be content with certain things. You said $50,000, uh, some job. It's not some people's style. I heard a great comedian. It's just inevitable I sometimes. I don't, I don't what even do you mean? You don't think that you're doing it, you might not make it? You know, There's no. There's a shot we you, you might not all make no it. Shot. I'll, if I live in this area and live and have a day job and live da- down the shore or down by me the rest of my life, I'll never make it as a working comedian headlining the road. Why the hell would the hell are you doing it then right now? Yeah. You're just doing it to make you're people laugh? No, I don't get that logic. That, I don't get that logic. Oh, I'll give, no, that, I'm doing it to get involved. You're, no, well, my plan you're is doing to move comedy to, without doing the kitchen. Like It's cool to cook. When no, I, my plan. No, like, my plan is to move to New York in the next few years. I'm not just gonna. I don't want to live here right now. Like, I just got a day job in Jersey, and I want to get that to get me a day job in New York City, so I could live in New York City and go out and do 21 spots a week, and then that will up my chances. So it's all about obviously the 10,000 hour thing. The more you do it, the better you are, and the more opportunities well, you get. Well, right? we, we, yeah, we, he's we, getting we, his hours in right now. He's getting a foundation. He's getting that practice background. Years of experience. But this is the difference. His shit does. Awesome. His shit does backwards, doesn't it? His philosophies. Because yeah. this is how I'm about to do it. I'm trying to get I mean, a job. He's kind of I need because you're logical. I need I need to save up money so I can get to Manhattan. Yeah. No, no, no. But just yeah. like no, no, no. Because no, I'm about Start to try and get dick a, now, kid. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm trying to get a day job that helps me do comedy at night. But I'm trying to get a day job that helps me move around on the weekends for shows. My biggest thing is network, yeah, meet networking. people, keep doing, go to different states. Don't just say I need New York. New York ain't no different yeah, than what Jersey. What about freelancing? Not always a day job, but multiple opportunities like producing shit, side like, stuff. Yeah, do that. Something that you're like, passionate about. You gotta about. really, like he's saying, to level up. Like you gotta really tell yourself, five years from now, I shouldn't be nowhere near where I'm at. Like you gotta ask yourself, when are you gonna be done with the open mic nights? Because yeah. I met a dude that used to be in a room with Kevin Hart, veteran, 15 years in, and he was like, "Man, I remember me and Kevin Hart used to do the, the open mic nights. And neither one of us do them shits no more." It's funny though, like. like when you're new starting out, like I didn't even do an open mic yet, but you think like, yo, I'm gonna do a couple open mics and then I'm gonna get a TV show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're telling me that it takes 15 years. You gotta be in New York City. Like, it's how you shit is depressing. It. Yeah, no. if you tell yourself, Dude, you I'm might as well say fuck it, right, and do it. it. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. probably only blew up maybe like I'd say 10 years ago or around that area roughly. He was doing. He was busting his ass at a club. He had a motorcycle. He got in like he got in a motorcycle accident. And almost mm-hmm. quit. He was busting his ass at a club, driving. He would drive. He got a motorcycle because it was faster. He'd rip it to spots. So you know, you get off at 7:15. You have a spot at another club at eight at 8:10. You got to get crazy. there on your motorcycle. And he said, I heard it somewhere. It was in a, a podcast or a book or some shit. He's like, I've been fine busting my ass doing five, six, seven spots a night just so I could survive and eat the rest of my life. But he ended up getting Louie and getting these huge specials and blowing up. And now he's the biggest comedian in the world because that all worked out for him. Mm. But he was—he said he was completely fine with just busting his ass doing club spots. I'm night. not. And I'm, I'm fine with that. And I'm not even close to that yet. So he was already doing that when he said that. 
I'm not even getting. You I'm know not what even it getting is, club though? spots. So I'm you gotta saying, utilize the internet. Though, no, no, no. But this is what it is, honestly, because we come from different lifestyles where yeah, it's like you're comfortable because it's like it's not. I've been paying bills since I was 18. So the minute I found stand up and I found a, fell in love with it, and I told myself this is like what I want to do. I got to realize something. I'll go fucking homeless over this if mm, I don't get it that's done. That's real. That's passion. So if I don't make it, I'm done. It's coffin season where you going to be on it. Like, I got a good job. Like, I could just do weekend shows. Da, da, da. I can't settle for that. I am not. I don't have any other talents besides no. this. I'm how do, how way, does one pay the bills you in comedy, too, like in the beginning? What's that? How does even you one pay the bills? You have a day job and you do it at mm-hmm. night. And you go out and you hustle. You but, go find gigs. You talk to people. Somebody always. You're two years in, right? Both of us, we real close to what, two years in. What I'm saying, you were saying 15 years, you could be doing open mic still at the same spot. It's scary. What about th- three, fi- three to five years? Is that starting to get money for shows? Or like That's what I'm asking about oh, the level I make money up. for shows. Not, it's not as quick. Example, of, give me a level it. up. He, we're about at the same uh, time doing it. Uh, I'm almost two years. He's do he's done a lot more than he me. must he, network more. I can he, tell. He, he definitely like a motherfucker. More. He promotes himself more. He's so out on social Why media. Why the fuck wouldn't you do that? It's just not my style. See, and that's what a lot of comedians I'd rather make say. it and say not my style. You know what I mean? I'd rather uh, yo, make I had it. A right, but I'd rather make it wholeheartedly and not... No, no, I'm not shitting on Q or anything. I'm saying on my own terms, and I want to be... Sometimes you can't do that. I tried. It's you're tough. right, but I also don't want to go blasting my shit on social media and people are like, I fuck off, it. you suck. I'd rather... I'd rather. So you're scared of the uh, the rejection. You have yeah. a fear of rejection. Oh, you're yeah. scared to talk to girls. You fucking talk to... Fu- yeah, yeah, I'm scared to talk to girls. You're scared to go, you're scared to go up to girls, but go on, he'll go on stage and talk to random people and do jokes. Yeah, I know, but I don't go up on stage with random people but and tell jokes. To. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> but this is like like this is what nah, I'm dude, saying. I dude, I have dude, you want me to be as this is honest a crazy as I've ever on this random podcast that I'll be so honest. Dude, I sit home at night and think that I want to fucking do stand up for the rest of my life and I want to I want to live that way and then I settle back into where I'm at currently. I graduated college. It's the quicksand. You're it's called the, the quicksand. No, it's called the quicksand. Dude, you're no, talking the, dr- the quicksand is like he wants the dream life. He's feeling it, and then all of a sudden he gets out of mood. That's why you can't react on mood. When you're tired, yeah. you got to do it. When you're, emotional. you know what I mean? Like you know when you get that feeling after work, you're like, I'll be content. I'll just pay the bills. I'll work the nine to five. No, it's, I'm the, not it's the quick. It's the quicksand though. Dude, He's, the thing is, I need the nine to five now. I just got out of college. I, I'm not gonna be a, a headlining stand right now. I need the nine to no, five. I know. I know. I don't want to have the nine to five till I die or retire because I'll kill myself. I would generally. I would generally. The, kill the quicksand myself. pretty much is like you said that you wanted to do it. You want to dream big. Then all of a sudden you get back into your old pattern of thoughts. And you start you start drowning in the quicksand. You know what I mean? That's the quicksand. Look, this is how I look at it. You can, because t- what you think today is exactly how you're probably gonna feel. He's back on live. He's lit. He's yeah, more energetic. We're back on live. We're back on live. <laughs> my my, bad. I'm not. I'm not doing that, dude. My plan is to go. Like I, uh, my plan is to go to is to go to New York within the next couple of years and live in New York, and that will give me. I'm just saying that'll give me more opportunities. I can network more. I can get up more. Crazy thing about right cra- crazy thing about what, then what do you mean you can network more? Yo, in New York. do it get now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, craziest thing is that we could all be dead in five years. You're yeah, like planning can, about yo, something. I had a friend pass just away do it in now. a matter of a year. Talk about that stool. I heard it was something. Really oh yeah, with the stool. Um, all right. I ain't a comedian. Something told me to bring yeah, it. Get on that mic. Something told I'm me to bring it. I'm about to make my own stool. Boycott. See? <laughs> but this is the thing. All right. The stool, I was, walking, it. Look. I was, <laughs> I was walking through Walmart one day. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even supposed to be in Walmart. To be honest, I'm banned. Yeah, all Walmarts in the country at that. Please don't put this out there. Somebody's going to see me at Walmart one day. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. Everybody wants to know about the stool. All right. I want to know about the story. The story behind it. This could be off the record. This might be off the record. I was walking through Walmart and... I just saw one. I, I just, I just, I just saw it, and I was like, "Oh shit, I want one!" Immediately, I was like, "I want one." I don't know why I want one, but I want one. 
And then I started thinking about the Eddie Murphy effect. You bring you to the stage. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell somebody how to be them mm-hmm. on stage. And I was like, I like this. Yeah. So I just bought it. And then I was like, you know what? I want my fan, my friends and family and all that to start signing it. So it started from that. It started from the girl who runs the Wednesday night mic that I started at, where I started hosting. I haven't Caroline. seen any yeah. hot female comedians, to be honest. Sorry to be. You probably random. won't. You probably won't. Uh, but it went from that to all my friends to it came into a deeper message. My friend, our friend, Adam Kingsley passed away. Now, rest in peace to Adam. His card, his, 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 his family sent me his, his, his actual comedy card. I got that stapled under the bottom. My other friend that passed away, I got her hashtag, her, her initials on the bottom. My friend that passed away from cancer, this I got some his real ripping. Shit. Yeah, it's, and I hear people say all kinds of shit like, oh, you should go up there and just break your stool and watch what happens. You don't want to watch what's going to happen because I'm going to fuck both of y'all up because it's, it's deeper than yeah. that. Like, this is, this is like, you're going to be on that. Like, Bro, that's gratitude. You, it's like. That's my last memory of you, bro. Honestly. That's motivation to do what you want to do. Like that's motivation yeah, like, to start uh, plugging yourself more. Motivation to get out of the basement. Emotional connections with this kind of thing. What is that? What is that? What? I thought you said don't make emotion. Don't be emotional. No, 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 no. You can't act on your emotions. That's okay, what I meant. Yeah, I meant. You could be crying in the corner just to show you your tears. No, that's inspirational. That's gratitude for just being here, bro. You'd be able to breathe and be able to get opportunities and take to level up. Tom. Do you think you're different yeah. than anybody else? This is like a country? therapeutic fucking session right now. Do you think it's you're different way. than anybody else in the country as far as stand-up? A different kind of stand-up? Like a different you person? Mean, are you different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you different? Yeah. We all are. Yeah, obviously. So when are you, you got to start approaching it like you're different. Like you're on, there's only one Approach time yourself like a brand, too. Yeah, like... As they all say. You got to. You, you might as to. well, bro. You what, got nothing to lose, you, but Yeah, you, you go with the what-ifs in life. Like, you'd rather try and fail than not try at all. If you I just mean, go I in 100 fucking percent. I know. Fuck Q, it. I, I'm going to do this. On my drive to Q's house, I invited my friends to, to my show on Tuesday, so does that count? Or? Yeah, that ain't yeah, nothing. We going, no, no, no. Nah, Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Let me show you how to take it. Nah, I'm talking about doing you. It doesn't matter about who's coming. Dude, when I get sick of the whole day job shit, you guys don't understand. My goal in life is to... It, 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 w- talking to you guys, you understand it because you guys are in this. You know, you do an entertainment, you do comedy. If when I'm saying when I'm saying this, when I'm saying this to my home friends and my parents, it's a, they're getting they're getting a different message. My goal is to be a stand up comedian working mm-hmm. b- b- for a long time before I die. Before but, you get there, though. Yeah, before I get there, I need to have a job <laughs> and I need to get a paycheck and I need to fucking you know every single night I'm going here's the thing yo I'm I have I have a bullshit job right now obviously I'm about to leave because I just got this day job and so I go I go to the pub and I go up and I drive you know 40 minutes to do two minutes over mic that's why I think it's crazy you guys are okay too. and I'm gonna have a day job where I'm gonna be this is a complete different schedule I get up at like 11 in the morning right now I'm gonna I start a day job in like two weeks where I'm gonna have to get up at seven if not earlier and I'm gonna get out at six and I'm gonna be barely eating the whole day I'm gonna be drinking a bunch of coffee and still when I get out of work I'm gonna drive to the pub and I'm gonna do a set, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna drive home, and have to be up in four hours. That's the thing. I'm not so gonna stop what, doing it. Yo, but also, that, you you were saying you were gonna do it as much, but anyway, my whole thing is I don't get why you guys don't. I know comedy's hard, but why don't you get a job in a field you're passionate about, like entertainment, for instance, radio, TV, it could correlate to comedy. Yeah, so yeah, like, if you were trying that. to do anything, but I know it's tough. You got to pay the bills and everything like that. But you, you're you, doing stuff. It's that's hard related. to get into this industry without connections. That's why I was. Mm. That's how it first started. Like my thing was, I want to be. I wanted. To, I don't want to just be. I want to be. I want to be a headlining comedian, obviously, before I die. But I would. I would. When I first started, I was like, I'd be fine writing for like you know writing for the Daily Show, or writing for SNL, something along those lines. You got it. You got to stop. I'm settling. a terrible writer. You got to stop. 
That's not settling. That's that's what my passion would be. What if I want to write sketches? No, there's a difference between on. not a fallback plan, but not settling. But like getting like maybe it is in purpose to be a comedian. Maybe it's to be a writer, et cetera, well, okay. et cetera. You know what I'm saying? You like put radio, TV, podcast. Yeah, all the SNL yeah. writers are stand-ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you got radio, put TV, podcast, stand-up. It's all in the same realm. It all equals out. Like look. So what are you doing people. to be the best writer? At that, you, you gotta, gotta keep working. No, you need to. Well, boy, I, that's what I. That's what I didn't like know before I got in this. That's what I didn't know. How do these SNL writers get these jobs? They networking. A lot of them are stand ups. So I started to do stand up. Oh, maybe someone will notice me. Hey, come write this sketch with me. Maybe someone will be like, Oh, that's a funny Jesus bit. Can I use that for a fucking promo? Like you never know what's gonna happen, dude. He I was at. This. He needs this quote. I'm gonna read it. See. I, am I, am I, is my outlook negative? Like I don't understand. Like, it's I'm, kind I'm, of you guys. I'm gonna give you the. Wor- I'm gonna give you words of wisdom real quick. Like I don't want to do stand up. Like, no, 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 no. But you're telling us you want to do it. You're showing it through your actions. The fact you're, that you're saying that you're gonna go go rock four hours of sleep every day just so you get two minutes on a mic. Want me to read this? You're getting. You're getting your. Yeah, hours we're not in. telling That's, you quit. Yo, stand-up okay, okay, okay. Tom Zappia. Tom Zappia. Words of wisdom. Keep it basement. The greatest. <laughs> the greatest crime we commit against ourselves is not that we may deny and disown our shortcomings, but we deny and disown our greatness because it frightens us. Mm. Meaning, just do it. Yo, he's like getting jacked up. I don't have the brain to like comprehend it, but it pretty much means like pretty much means like we're scared of rejection and scared of failure, so we don't do it at all. But just fucking do it a hundred percent. And if you fail, you fail. At least you know you fucking did it. Mike, I don't want you ever reading quotes that you cannot apply yourself to. <laughs> what did I do today? Not go on I worked radio. Finally. I went to the TV station to get more shows. I'm doing a TV show again, and uh, I could go there or do it wherever. Good. That's TV. And now I'm doing a, pod- I'm doing a podcast. What is on the thing? Radio, TV, podcast. So Good. today I did Now I, did I would like you to do this at least four days a week. It's very Solid, hard, but yes. And also I got pussy recently. So yes. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. I want to talk about how Mike got, got this pussy. And you said it's 500 to live down here? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna move in. I ain't trying to get no pussy now. I'm trying to live down here. You, you like it down here? Nick, bro, there's some big ass spiders. You be running, bro. I gotta show we you. We had spiders. all kind of shit in my house. Bro, as I grew up, you man. would <laughs> run from this spider, man. I gotta find it. I would oh, let, don't show the spider. I would let that shit uh, roll over with me while I'm asleep. What do you want to talk know. about? Ins and outs, some current hip hop. We have not talked about anything hip hop related or any current did events. Talk, did you talk about? I got your, questions your for days. Like your first show. Yeah, I talked about it. You did. Do you likes about does comedy keep you sane? Do you think majority comedians are fucked up in the head somehow? And how does that make them better? That's He doesn't like this question. He was like mad. Comedy, comedy keeps. Me, Everyone like, says that in general. That like, oh, all yes, comedy keeps up. comedy keeps me sane. It keeps me going every day. Mm-hmm. It's something to look forward to. Are we fucked up in the head? Mm-hmm. Yes, I say a lot of fucked up in the head. You shit. guys are pretty normal I know compared some, to I don't a lot. Think no, 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 always no. the case. I don't though. always say the craziest shit. But oh, I do. Like thinking. I'm like I'm always making. That's the thing with me is uh, my home people know me different than you guys. So I'm always making suicide jokes. I always say how I want to kill myself, and it's partially true. It's not just bullshit jokes. So people are like, dude, you're fucking psycho. And then, you know, I, I do I, I'll do crazy dances at work. Like, I'll fuck with people. I like to do borderline gay shit that, you know, he would bug out about. It's all diff- <laughs> you're all You are different. You're supposed to always be yourself. You are different around different people. It doesn't matter. You could say be yourself. You're going to talk to me right now. You're going to be different to me than if you were to go to go meet some girl and fuck nah, her. No, nah, no, I'm not. Not the girl. I just, no, okay, no. Nah. You, you got, got her. I'm just saying in general. Okay, what if you go talk to your mom right now? No, no, no. That's not myself. You're still yourself. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm by myself. Ask Sam. I'll probably be the same. 
I don't change. I don't switch up. You can't switch up. You gotta be genuine. I'm yeah. all no, always myself. I, I, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean, though. No, not purposely. I'm just yeah. here's here's my philosophy you're, you're on that. Do different stuff in front of, like like I just said for an example. I'm allowed to do make gay jokes and slap people's asses in front of my home friends because they do the same shit to me. If I did that to him, he'd punch yeah, because you're face. the average of five, yeah. That's just him being different. It's you're being yeah. the same. Exactly. But it's the average of five people who you spend your time with. But here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. The only thing, only time I'm different is on a TV screen or on a podcast or whatever. Not different. It's a hyped up version of myself. No, is that being different or is that just being? Is that being just being an entertainer, not being open? Just being an entertainer. I'm always open. I was open. I don't care well, about going this I don't care She's about women anymore. That I'm so open that I'll find the right person who likes me for me. So I'm just so open about it. I don't care. So they're I'm like, I'm open with everything. You know, fuck it. Everything. We well, you gotta drop me off so I can go get the boxes and everything because I'm moving in by Tuesday. <laughs> so we're gonna go to we're gonna go to a Walmart. I would love to see this in my if we're going to do hip-hop talk, if we're going to do hip-hop talk, I'm going to talk about how white people don't listen to no fucking music while they're in a car. I listen, I listen, I listen to music. I listen, I listen to music constantly. So it's just I was, I've been listening to white music, so you're going to be like, yo, turn this shit up. Hip-hop talk is like Usher, though, and shit, and R. Kelly. All right, let's go. Let's get into it. I was listening it. to Schoolboy Q yesterday, The Roots the other day. Yeah, he, I was listening to 50s listen jazz to like two days ago. So like... <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I don't know. Oh, and, and uh, <laughs> going to the gym, listening to heavy metal. Yo, okay, okay. I got ins and outs, but I got I got a question. I want right, to know: Would what? you contract herpes for one point one million dollars? Yes. Twice. How are, we, how are we standing Bro. on the cure for herpes? Bro, there's no cure for herpes. There's no cure for herpes. You would you would take one point one million dollars? I take public. What about I get herpes for one point one million? My student loans would disappear. I can move to Manhattan Twice. tonight. Do you know what her dude? I can't do it. I have anxiety, so I'll always have a herpes outbreak because you get it when you're nervous and shit. So a shit will be coming all over my place, all over my yeah, dick, yeah, all over. Mm-hmm. That's only one point one million though. You don't, you have more faith in yourself than that. You might be able to make that in a lifetime. Oh, I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna use that mill to make me another mill. Though. What about forty four? Now that girl wants like forty million. That, yeah. Anyway, that comes from the Usher talk about how he allegedly allegedly has herpes. Yeah, is that like, is it 100%? Well, court papers. Same with the Kevin Hart cheating on his wife. Like, is yeah, I don't know about that. Is it verified? Just hear crap, like. There's court papers. It's media. And then, yo, this shit scares me. It says the singer ha- was said to have a- produced a greenish ditch- discharge from his penis. However, that was the only sign of the infection that he showed. Bro, if That's I was if I was a girl and someone was shooting green shit out of their dick, I would get the fuck out, and not do shit. But you're also, you you're also gonna be well through the job before they shoot shit. And he was a, apparently an A seven minute carrier. This shit's crazy. That's what makes me just want to wear a whole fucking body condom, man. Yo, what's crazy is that Usher, it was his stylist, and she was in the wedding. She was in the girl's wedding. Condoms since 2012. What's that again? One of my boys from college hasn't used a condom since 2012. And he doesn't even think about it. Stop shaking his hand. I'm sure. I swear to God. He got something in his nails. It, it says that court papers published by Radar Online, I don't know if it's true or not, show that the confession singer was allegedly diagnosed with herpes around 2009, 2010, about the time he filed for divorce for his ex-wife. What's foul, what's foul, what's foul is that he gave it to the stylist, and the stylist was in the wedding. She was a bridesmaid. So he was fucking the stylist after the ex-wife. Alleged, well, you got to get your close puss. You know, that's all that is. And he out. knew, he withheld the diagnosis. He knew he had it. Dude, you would take this, dude. The woman was tested and diagnosed with herpes after suffering from vaginal sores, fever, and chills, according to the court papers. I can't fuck after this. One point one mil. Dude, that's get the that same down. crap, dude. How many times have you heard the question? Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? A lot, right? I'd rather suck a dick for a million dollars than get herpes for one point one million. I'll do either. Herp- herpes stays with you. I'll do either. So ah, fuck that. I seen herpes up close and personal. I'll suck a dick with herpes on it for three. Oh, hell yeah. That's. Funny. Let me stop now. I went to no gay shit. Like God that. damn it! I believe in myself. I believe in myself too much to suck a dick. Yeah, or get something. To How much money am I be spending on the therapy afterwards to get over that? That's at least a fifth of that. So you you like hip hop, right? 
Love it. Remember when Kanye rapped about uh, called something on the Usher tour, had to let it burn? You think he was maybe saying that Usher had herpes back in the day? Probably. Because <laughs> think about it. They stay all, woke. Stay woke. They all in L.A. together. So they they know a lot about each other. I think all these celebrities have shit and don't say anything, and they just pay off these hookers. The yeah, they pay the off these girls, and no one, bro- no one said anything about Usher. You don't want to get hit with the Usher. I'm still thinking about the sucking dick, because it's not like... <laughs> all right, listen. Listen. Okay, so if you, if you got a good girl... Who like knows what the fuck they're doing? They got years of experience, and you got some like random dude who doesn't last long. Best case scenario, you're looking at a five minute blowjob. You're a guy, you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. This is not gonna be five minutes. This could be like a forty minute hell fest. That's a lot for one point. Like what, one million dollars? Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing if I had to suck a dick if I had a gun to my head. Jesus Christ. Think about it. I don't know if that's worth it at that point because that's a lot of dick. Why do why do why do we do that as men? Would you suck a dick? Like you I know, I'm broke. I said the herpes. Thing. I said the herpes thing to get the usher. You, thing you, you, you know I'm broke. Did you get the bumble match? No, I got Ryan Tadahill needs season ending knee surgery, so Kaepernick about to get a job. Hopefully, my Dolphins. Oh, let's talk about Kaepernick. You're a Dolphin fan? Yeah, we both said the same thing. Anyway, do you think they'll get Cap? I what do you think the deal with that is? Well, their GM is open to get What do you think? Did you hear about Ray Lewis's comments and all that? No. No, no, no. What he say? Because he's a murderer. Yeah, black people are on him bad. They don't like him because he, he pretty much told Trump. he did he. Yeah. He told Kaepernick. He told Kaepernick. I don't know if that's true, but he told Kaepernick to like kind of silence himself and just let his play do the talking. I heard everyone ripped him out. I heard the dumbest of ass comments. What's his face? Michael Vick said, "Get rid of the afro." Yeah, the haircut. Make a better yeah, image. Yeah, I'm like, you're a fucking dog killer. I hate people. Oh, white people so damn sensitive. You're a dog killer. What's uh, what's your take on Cap? No, it's two. He got he he did his time and he did whatever, but you can't be telling people who committed no crime. What, what's your what's your take on that? The whole oh, thing? Wait, wait, wait. On, uh, he deserves a job. Cap. He, he should have done that. So. I love that. Is it because of his talent or because of what's going on? No, he should have done that. Honestly, every single what's NFL. going on? I'm gonna fuck if he he throw interception three interceptions a game. He's standing up for black people for the shit that we've been trying to. Dude, get people to know Every how the fuck are his peers like striking or boycotting because it's all about the money it exactly. they, don't matter. they don't care right? dude they gotta support their families and they gotta do whatever just like this, all that shit that just came out with the CET with the brain the brain damage yeah. no, no, no NFL player will give up for that Yeah. if they came from poverty if they came from poverty and why do black people support R. Kelly still I'm confused about that. Or is that a lot of white people who do that no, now? No, no, no. Because he was never, he was never, inter- he was never innocent. R. Kelly is a legend, I know, but he's never innocent. The only R. Kelly song I can name is He's a fucking pedophile. That's a great... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No matter how much the media scrutinizes our black people, whether they did it or they didn't. Dude, his is looking bleak, though. His shit, he pissed on a girl. She was like 14. He married Aaliyah. She was like fucking 15. Look, at the end of the day, that song, the... That entertainment Ignition's that they give us is like, yeah, the twelve play album classic, his greatest hits. Did you ever listen to R Play's greatest hits with with Honey, uh, uh, Honey Love? You know, seems like you're ready. Ignition. So you're taking the so entertainment aspect out of that's it, what we and do. not the person. That's what I feel we do as black people because you can't take away those hits now. <sighs> that take that's that, tough. but like even with Michael Jackson messing with them little boys and yeah, all that's that. Tough. You rock my world. That's gonna make you hate that. You can't ever get that out your. your your mind said I, that you love it. I keep both in, dude. I like the I like the whole like when I look at things, like I like the whole NWA image. I like Ice Cube. I like him as a businessman, a person, and everything. And I, yeah, it's hard yeah, for me yeah. to take. It's hard I, for me I'd to take. I'd rather have. I'd rather talk about also, people that's not also, doing crazy I've shit. I've heard this, but. and I couldn't. It makes so much sense. Ice Cube was was known to be like was like a hardcore gangster rapper, and you know he left fucking uh, NWA or whatever, and you know he was talking shit about everyone. He did the no Vaseline and everything, and now he's like no, the they big him first. But. Yeah, they got him first. I'm and saying, but he was but he was so hardcore. Like he was he was like you know uh, fuck the police and everything, and now he is the biggest like Disney star 
That's and life. Life comes at you fast. You you say fuck the police and you're a cop in movies. Out. Like I understand the money, but that's the biggest sellout I ever saw. Nah, it's not selling no, out. It's, it's evolving. No, it's not. He's grown. Yeah, it's evolving. He didn't grown. do it in his twenties. You you grow as you, if you were yeah, the, yeah. Yo, no if you're the same now, if you're the same now in twenty years you ain't involved. If you're the same guy yeah, in the like, comedy club stress factory, you're the you loser. Grow. Not the same, but I'm saying I gotta disagree with that. I think it's hilarious that he has a fuck the police song and he's a cop in movies. You gotta understand. That's the biggest. I'm not listening. You're not listening to what you're saying. Fuck the police was about his lifestyle growing up between the in age his twenties in 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 fucking L.A. He can't rap about the same As things. As a young now. black man, this is back when crack was out and all this shit, where they was getting harassed every fucking day. He's not even listening to. He's on his phone. Yeah, he's not listening. We are talking about. Say one time. That's fucked. You gotta listen. You gotta. I'm, listen. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you all the time. He flip like, flipped. Right. He probably live in the suburbs in a nice ass town where where cops ain't so damn bad. I hope so. And now it's like you get to see good cops. I'd rather have the. I'd rather have that than him trying to still relive, like fuck the police, even yeah, though he makes like, records about. You ever that met stuff? somebody that's still stuck in the nineties that don't let anything go? Yeah, motherfucker, I was outside doing this. Uncle Murder. No, yeah, okay. like yeah, like let it go, bro. What's done is done. You grown. You got kids. You got to show them something. You yeah. can't just like Jay Z now into Jay Z original about. He said buy his old albums. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing. You should be as a person. Also, Jay Z. Are you are you believing that uh, talking ugly, about his new album? Uh, no, ugly ugly guys get oh, hot girls no, no, just because no, 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 just because they make good money. Yeah. Okay. Are you fucking? Look at Donald Trump. Oh, definitely. Look at yeah. Donald Trump. Wait, 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 wait. We gonna go back to no 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 no. Jay Z no, no, no. had flavor no, no, no. On, on three. We gonna go back to it in in, in a snap video. All right, three, two, one. Yes, ugly guys get all the girls when they got money. Yeah. Yes, when we have a talent, we get we get the girls because good looking dudes are boring. Keep Let's in, be serious. Keep in mind, he snatched Beyonce up young at first. I think he fucked her when she was barely 18. Well, or probably. Yeah, she was like 25. Yeah, she's older. He's old as fuck compared to her. He's, he's I love how they call him a camel. Dude, like, yeah, he do look like one. He looks like one. He's like 12 years older. I don't find him... I'm not a fucking... Gay, I'm not gay or anything like that, but I don't find him to be a terrible looking human being. Who, Trump? No, no Jay-Z. Uh, he don't Trump look... Trump is an ugly fuck. Bro, I tell you what, I can listen to the worst Jay Z album, and I I like it better than the best hip hop album in the last five years. Yeah, yeah, like, that's accurate. Yeah, see, I'm different with that. I would take uh, Good Kid, Mad City over. Any, okay, I like Good Kid, Mad City is great. Yeah, I only because like you the last five years, and that is the I, cutoff because that came out five meant, years. What ago. I meant was by that is the newer rappers, the little Uzi Rap, Vert. In my opinion, you rap could take dropped off a cliff. I as I said, I like I like I like people as people. I, like that's why I can't. Fuck with R. Kelly, really. I, I I understand the entertainment aspect, but I like everyone as an individual. I like, I like Jay Z as a person. I like like I his music. Yeah, like the, the, the same time, I'll be Mid two thousands, two thousand ten is the only guys I respect. Even respect. I also haven't. Who's your to top a lot five? Of, I want to hear this actually. Top five of what? Top five rappers. At work, but no, I'm just saying. In the past, I'd say I, when did all that sh- like Drake and all and and, while, and all of them started blowing up like two thousand ten ish. I only like mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole. Mm. I like Wale, although people shit on me for that. They think he's not good. I think he's no, underrated. He's I got Wale. But no, other than that, like, like Meek no, no, Mill, like these, these little the Uzi Verdes, like, I don't, I don't, oh, chilling. I never listened to it, and I don't Back like Back in, like, 08. You like Action Bronson? Uh, Joey Badass? Really? Joey Badass is nice, wow. but... Joey Badass is cool. Like, I like Logic, but he, he didn't... I don't know. He's Black people give logic shit because he's yeah. the biracial str- struggle. No, 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 and he no, talks no, about that. I don't that. give a damn about that. If you nice, you nice. What are you open? You eating something? Oh, I should have brought snacks down. <laughs> like a fucking host. I'm yeah, staring at an empty popcorn bin for like the past. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, Want to talk about? Can I bring it back to you guys for a second? So it's no, there's no doubt in I my mind. I should have lit some candles. I, you guys obviously are green. People have been become pussies lately. 
with the sensitivity. It's so funny you say that. Everyone's become pussy-lated about like, oh, you can't talk Political about this. Correctness. That's not funny. How much of you have had to adjust your material? Not a lot, because you guys are also recent. Things you can't make fun of now, because people will just hate on you. I've never um, uh, edited a, a set or a joke because I thought it would offend someone in my life. Yeah, what do you think of society today and the politically correct people? I don't give a hot shit. Look, if, if you, you don't want to listen, don't listen. And that's why I feel. Go, if you could let the fucking president go up there and say, yeah, right. "Ground by the that's pussy," that's so no, 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 funny, no, no. Fuck that. If you could let the president go up there and say, "You know what? Be more Dude, rough around country, these gang yeah, members." Yeah, that's crazy. Da, da, da. I'm not trying to get into a political thing, but this country is a joke in general. So you can't get mad at some stand, some some comic doing five minutes at a fucking open mic or a, a spot. Saying, I don't give a fuck if he says, you know, I'd hold off on like the N word and stuff like that, but I don't give a fuck if he says, cunt, yeah. you're old, you're ugly, you're fat, you're fucking like it doesn't matter. If, if Eminem, who is the president? If, I don't get it. If Eminem never said the N word in any of his songs, then I feel like and, white and people shouldn't have to. Some white people do say the N word. That's the rule. That's the I'm rule. I'm sick of hearing rule. like, how is this political correctness affecting everyone? How does it affect your comedy? I don't care here because the only response you can say is, look who the president is. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I can say whatever I want. Honestly. Honestly. But have you seen the Breakfast Club interview with Lil Duval and he got a lot of flack for it? Lil Duval. Will Duvall pretty much said he wanted to, he wanted to kill transgenders. Like he didn't say that, and then they, freaked, they freaked out. Nah, what happened was was they were fucking fucking with Lil Duvall because they know he's not politically correct. So they're all busting his balls, saying that he probably had sex with a transgender person already who turned switched their, doesn't have a dick now has a vagina. He's like hell no hell no I would I would have to kill them I'm sorry I would have to kill them and he got shit for it and they like had a whole so boycott. Wait, no, no, no. Say that one more time. I he said if some he got fooled into having sex with a transgender, he would have to kill that person. What's wrong with that? People said you can't say tranny. He kept saying trannies, and you can't no, say you see, kill I someone. I like that shit. Like I like like. And he got so much shit for it. Has like five million views. I wanted to talk about this on YouTube, like his interview uh, and all the the, the Breakfast yeah, Club I explaining. I wanted to watch it. Angela Yee, she's politically correct. She's always friendly with all the people in the industry. One of the accent, coast. Yeah. yeah. She's from South Orange. Angela Yee. Yeah, where I went to school. Really? Yeah. I didn't know if she was from there. Yeah. Thought she was from Google. Anyway, she's the Breakfast Club host. She was kind of not offended, but she was saying, like, you can't say that in 2017. He kept saying trannies. And they were, DJ Envy was laughing at first and then said, no, you can't say that. And now people want to boycott the Breakfast Club because they had Lil Duval on the show. And it well, was like, Charlamagne and, and yeah, and then also Charlamagne was doing a CNN talk somewhere, and these, these transgender people were uh, screaming in the crowd and were like yelling at him. Look how stupid this country is. Dude, Caitlyn Jenner voted for Trump, and he came out with this transgender ban. And, uh, people want to be. People want to be heard. And she's and she's speaking out against it, like she's not for. I'm like you voted for this dumb fuck. Look, people want to be heard, so they'll they'll, they'll blame on any celebrity to get I'm, their voice heard. If I'm spending my time to fuck, I also you. gotta hear the interview. He no, might not have meant it like if that. If I'm spending my time, play it. If I'm spending you. my time to fuck you because you're a female, and you show up with a dick, or you had a dick at one point, didn't tell or me, or you had a dick at one time in your life, which means you was a. A fucking man. You can't expect a, a good-looking transgender who was originally a man is now a woman who likes to have sex with men to go have sex with a man and come out and say, I used to be a woman. Or I used to you be a man. You basically cheated on me, in a sense. Like, you you cheated me out of thinking... Yeah, you... You misled me like a motherfucker. I call, but that's going right. to happen in a one-night stand. If you guys are like dating in a relationship for a while, yeah. But if, what if you just met her at a bar? Why are we mad at Lil Duvall and not mad at the trannies? No, nah, I kind of disagree with you. I'm not getting mad at trannies. I got nothing against trannies. I don't no, no, care no. Y'all got to see what I'm saying. Because... If you became a full-blown female... I guess I can't say tranny. And we tranny. Started, I'll read it, I'll read it, I'll read it. If, if you, you became want. a full-blown female out of nowhere, yeah. and I didn't notice, and then it comes out like, yo, I'm, I used to have a dick. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I'm going to break your it's, shit It's different for like, white people and black people, I think, too. No, no, no. I'm cool with... No, no, no. I just get this straight. No, no, no. I'm not nah, just... I'm would not you gonna, fuck... Would you fuck no, someone who became was had a dick and you didn't know and no. they were hot? How would what? you know? That's, my whole point is... How would you My whole point is, do you know or not? I think if I know... 
That's a dude. Here's the thing. Here's and I think what I like, had this thing in my mind where I can tell if someone was a transgender. Like, I'll, I'll go on Bumble, just for an example. Some Latinas look like someone will come are. up, and it's a girl, because I'm obviously looking for girls. And I'll come up as a girl, and it just looks sketchy. And then I'll swipe the picture down, go to their bio, and it'll say, I am a transgender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. I just have a feeling. I don't know why. I guess it's a look. Some girls That's try great. to play it off so well that it was they pro- Okay, okay. I'll tell That's you the story. Great. So here's the long story short. Pro- it was probably back to the transgender okay. community. Be who you want to be, but don't trick me. Lil Duval's comments were on the recent episode of The Breakfast Club. He said the comedian said he would kill a trans person who tried to trick him into a sexual encounter. It sent social, gonna, it sent Twitter social activists into a frenzy calling for boycotts of the show no, and the entertainer. No, I and Lil Duval still isn't apologizing. And his, his also his, his sister's a lesbian, he said. No, I personally would not get mad at Lil Duval for saying that. I agree with him. I, they're just, they're t- bugging out of proportion because as soon as you, you say kill transgender with what's going on in the political climate, the whole army thing, oh you're going to be like, oh my God. This is what he said. I'm trying to figure out what do y'all see? Why did I say what I said? Like, what did you made me say? I said that because they were saying takes away someone's power of choice and that's what you did. When you take away someone's power of choice, it should be criminal and you don't know what that can do to somebody psychologically. I don't have a problem with transgenders. I ain't got no problem with gay people. I've got a problem with somebody trying to take something from me. Is Lou Vall talking? Yeah, the situation was what should I do if I found out someone was a man then I thought it was a woman and didn't tell me all that other stuff they put on, that's on them. them. You're going to bug out on them. He said he would kill them. He was pissed. Well, I'm going to beat your they ass They fucking so egged him on. The, the Breakfast Club egged him on, though. They kind of, they were messing with him. It was funny. Yeah, the world, the world would get him yeah, off fucking nerves. I want to watch it to see what Charlamagne was saying. He would just, like, laugh, and he's like, you can't say that in 2017. Like, he would, he felt it, Charlamagne, but he has a position of power now where he doesn't say shit, too. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? He goes like, Bro, you can't fucking say anything because here's what happens. Anyone will get on your case no matter what because they want to make a name for themselves and they yeah. want to use their voice so they'll come at the celebrities. That's what happens. You can't do anything. I just going to put a PSA real quick. If you're on a dating website and you're withholding the fact that you're a transgender or used to be a guy or some shit like that, that is the same thing as catfishing. You can have your yeah. face. Yeah, because that's... dick fishing. Whatever, dude. It's <laughs> fucked It's fucked, and you shouldn't be doing well, that. That's like me look putting... At, look at his... Uh, yeah. Wait, 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 you go to Rowan? Yeah. I'm going to need your help. I'm trying to do a show at your school. I'm trying to do something. No, you're not. I'll be the host. No, you're not. Me and Lou Duvall Duvall had the same exact... uh, I agree with him. Like, come on now. Like, who's not going to steal off on a dude? I'd feel the same type of way. Honestly, I'd feel the same type of way if someone had a disease and didn't tell me. Herpes, gonorrhea. I would feel the same way. 100%, but I'm telling you, you're, you're I feel like something was taken from me. And someone's right. going to do that. Like, what what hot ass girl is going to. You're about to be fucking her, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, I got gonorrhea, by the way. She oh, ain't wow. saying that shit. There's still tests and experiments being done saying that's that's actually mentally wrong to someone to switch to be a transgender. So you're kind of fucking someone who's fucked up too mentally. But I don't know if that's true or not. I know everyone's politically no, correct. You can't say anything. Either do I. Just don't harm someone. Admit it to someone what you were or what you've done, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It Everyone's was a question I was asking. Agree with that. Yeah. Just, just say who you are. Just say what you are. You know, everyone lived their own life. I, I have no hate or harm on anyone. He was with me yesterday. We went somewhere, and I was like, this dude, they're gay. Very obvious. A quick check. Yeah. And I was like, he buttery. <laughs> I don't know why I like calling him buttery, but he buttery as hell. He one of those people like if I saw somebody mess with him, I'm gonna fuck him up. Cause he he wanted just nice. Like the way he held the orange juice that he put in a bag, his wrist looked real weak. <laughs> and that's what made him buttery. He just right. spread the fuck out. He just spreading <laughs> them legs. He's a, he, he looked real. He's like, It's funny because a lot of people feel the way that Duval felt, but they don't have the same platform he has. That's another yeah. thing. Your your power, the power you have is you just get a lot of fucking shit for it. And my thing, I protect gay people. 
I used to, you know, like, I was this gay dude in my high school. Oh, yeah. I don't mind gay people at all. He used to and come. Not thrown in my face yeah, don't, like, don't like, see me while I'm at the stall in the men's room. He'd be like, turn around my dick out, too. Like, don't. No, don't, don't, don't like that. <laughs> turn around my dick out, too. Like, don't do me like that. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're in a situation and they're just trying to make it, like, completely about, like, whole gay rights and shit, just like, you're not even talking about it, that's what's going to take me off. Don't bother me about it. I'm not. I think they're funny. Like they, they help you get pussy, gay people. They do. They got always all the I bitches running like, in their house. No, because there's one, there's one guy, which I thought was a girl the entire year in my high school class. Like, she, like he, she always, like, like, I swear, like, he always had, um, like, he always had, like, connections with all, like, the hot girls and shit. And, like, they would change around. And I'm like, what if that dude was straight this entire time? He's just playing the game. Just, to, like, that's some commitment right there. If you're trying to see some poon that way. Mm-hmm. Look, it was this gay kid in my that's high school. Hardcore. He was cool. But he's every time he saw me, he would always say "qua he he," and he would always say this shit. He used to wear leggings, all that shit. He used to just like I walk into work and I say "you" like a yodel, and people be like, "Yo, you're gay as shit," and like I I just do it because I don't give a fuck. You gotta be like, like I, I wear my scarf. All right, is this our only episode? Because we getting a lot of requests to come back. We're making we come back again. Why are twenty two like people like it? Oh damn, he's shitting on you. Yeah, he's shitting. Nah, on you, right? it was low key. It was low key. I know he was trying to shit on you. Verified nobody's on Twitter. In or out. Verified nobody's on Twitter. You know how like anyone can get verified these days? Yeah. I don't Why know about that, and I want to be verified. Yeah. So what do you mean? You could literally be verified if oh, you. How does that process work? I know somebody. I know somebody in radio who is verified because he like knew how to do it right, and he's not even like popping. Why are you can not? I also doing that? Do you are any of your friends? Anybody actually listen to your podcast or not? Yeah. I want to. I want to. No. I, what? Okay. What do you no, say? I want to plug my Twitter. That's what. Yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely. That's I got you. Just let me know when. I'll tell you when. I got a. I got an interview with a Raider player, and I'm gonna put that up too. Yeah. So old people with a crude sense. Old people with a crude sense of humor. Okay. It's in. Not saving a new, saving new randos numbers. I don't even have my boss's number saved on my phone. What do you mean, like rando for what? Like a random girl. Saving the number, like oh, I what I do is I save. I have the number, and if if I had texted them, I have it in the messages. As but I don't. I don't name them. I just have the number written out. Through my phone sucks and delete all my numbers. Unless I talk to them for a while. Being save, being very thought. What were you saying? I save it as where I met you at, like wherever yeah, I met yeah, you. Yeah, I just make it. Janet bathroom stall bar yeah. A. Yeah, <laughs> like it's this girl that do not go to bar. It's this girl number it. I got that work at McDonald's. What's she used to now? So I got her on the Big Mac. <laughs> so I, every time Big she Mac fat? is she fat? Oh, no, no. Does she want to see your Big Mac? She could definitely get some beef. Being being very thought outside. I don't know what that means. Very thoughty. It's like hot out in the summertime, but a lot of thotties are out. Being very thought outside. I've heard the word thought. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that thought is? That hoe over there. Ho? That hoe oh. over there. It's an acronym. Oh. What is it? So, uh, what is that acronym? Out? Oh, oh <laughs> like when, 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 a, when a girl's wearing like n- barely any clothes in the summer. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, yo, look at that thotty. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I'm makes a girl a thought? I don't know, to be honest. I, I, I think a, a hoe is a hoe. Uh, yeah, character. There's a lot of Instagram fucking whores that make me mad yeah. that's Yo, all like tummy tea don't talk to a girl with over 3,000 followers I don't Yo, I like real. talking to a girl with 600 followers or less and she only gets like 60 likes on a picture I told the girl, this girl that and she liked yeah, I, don't DMs so I don't like popular girls on social media there's no, pl- there's no oh, way you can, can I ask this and I want a girl to show me her DMs I might want you to edit this out you can't you can't you can't reach out to a girl over Instagram right yeah you can you, you can. could what, what you the could. fuck this guy has no nah, sense yeah, of social like, media that's pervy 
No, you got no not hope. Not Just bro, like, you got to know the, the whole hip hop world. Everyone's in DMs. And I've been laid twice off it. So really? yes, it get works. the fuck out of here. DM'd her Instagram. Yeah, you know, Yo, these young kids are all new. Attempts? Yo, he was like, he was on some weird app. He he hangs out with the weirdest girl. Like uh, not hang. He would try to like creep the weirdest girls. It's weird. These young kids are weird. I was at my cousin. I was at my cousin's high school graduation party with all her friends. I'm just like, can we end this on a note and talk about this after? It was two hours. Do a closing question. You got like closer, right? You gotta have a closing question. Dick side. I'm bigger than Q. Um, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> proving these ins and outs are related to comedy and funny. Proving to oneself if you can make a girl laugh, you can make them do anything. Theory wrong. You can make them fucking come, bro. I started. Yo. Okay. <laughs> what, what Q Real said. Talk. Real talk, yo. Be, just do what you know how to do. Whatever. You could be the best beatbox. You could beatbox the box. Do you think it's true if you can make them laugh, you can make them do anything? You can. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I make girls laugh. I don't get laid. Well, it's a fake laugh. No, no, no. Me too. Though. Start using the label stand-up comedian. Everything you say after that is funny. LOLs get you pussy. They're like, fellas. you are like a comedian. That's what some girls say. I'm like, I'm not a comedian. Yo. Your name not ringing any bells in these streets, tweets, or sheets. That's you. You got no relevance on social media. Your okay. name not ringing any bells in these sheets, streets, tweets, or sheets. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. Like, you're just not relevant. Your name's not ringing any bells. Are you asking me a question? It's in or out. In, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Your I name really can't not. Comprehend that. that would be an out. Your name not in these oh, streets. Oh, be an out for me? Okay, out. Your name not ringing any bells in these streets, tweets, or sheets. No Meaning you don't have any like relevance. No one who you are. You're That's not getting. You're not getting out. pussy. Yeah, yo. You're not getting the tweets. You're not it's getting. It's hundred percent what I am, but out, yo. <laughs> your dog cock blocking you and getting more action than you. This is a true fuck. This really happened to my. Definitely life. in. Your dog cock blocking you and getting more action than you. Definitely my out. Dog? <laughs> yeah, like my, like my boy or my pet. Everyone no, yo, pet. Your pet. My co- my complex don't allow pets, so I don't. <laughs> he, yo, you know you're black when you ask yo my dog or my pet. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. My complex don't allow pets. That was the greatest thing I've heard all night. <laughs> I had to like re- reiterate this. <laughs> Hooking up with a girl, yo, I respect this hustle, so I say it's in. Sorry, I, I like this one. Hooking up with a girl who hid her body flaws from you all night. They do that on social media. Hid her body flaws. Hit a couple rolls, hit a couple, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they make you look perfect on it. They make themselves look Can't perfect. Can't knock the hustle. Room. I respect that hustle. I give it an in. I, I still talk to them. I, I wear. As long oh. as they're not fucking, you know, looking like a semi Mac truck, I'll talk to them. Like, they can't be fat as fuck. But you already hooked up with her, hooking up with a girl who hit her body flaws from you all night. In the wintertime, a girl's look skinnier than they are, you know? Oh, that. yeah. In them coats and all oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see it. Yeah, so that's what my, it pertains to. Like but that, you I can't guess. you can't be no punk. And you say you're drinking some something at a party or feeling good. I don't mind if you're. I don't mind thickness, though. Either do I. Sometimes you I feel don't like, mind. I feel like my dick can't handle it. What? Dude, life's different. You'll meet some of my white friends and be like, you, you really need you, me. There's a whole other thickness. Yo, she's thick. They'll be like, dude, that chick is fat. There's, yeah, there's a white thickness and a black thickness. It's, it's completely line. different. Exactly. It's there's Cherokee yeah. that ass. I interviewed her. I, she's that's what thick. the girl ass looked like that I drove through the snow. That's so fucking crazy. I couldn't have my dick can't even fit in her pussy or ass. Well, I couldn't can you feel like I that sometimes? Like your dick can't even fit in that ass? Nope. The big black ass. It's something I could do to that. Well, it sucks me because I have a giant ass myself, so I was what the fuck? <laughs> you trying to get fingered, and he's saying it on a fucking podcast. Okay, don't edit that. Good. When the office don't, bathroom don't, is completely when, when the office Thank bathroom you. is completely empty. I'm not touching no, myself. I'm, I'm just not, no. using the bathroom. I'm taking a shit. I'm talking about. What about it? Uh, when the office bathroom's completely empty, would you is, shit? Is it clean? Would I shit? Like, would I shit? I get shit. I get shit all the time for not liking to take shits in public places. Either I don't like it either. Yo, you are real. I don't like it either. I don't give a... As long as it's... Sometimes I got a shit. I got irritable bowel syndrome. I got a shit. I took a shit in a porta potty once. Life get real sometimes, yo. Oh, my God. If you got toilet paper that's over one ply, you're fine. Like... 
I don't even get that deep into it. Some are saying you could get like shit on a toilet seat. Like that's crazy. Imagine getting a disease I, STD I, I, on there. I've seen it before. Yo, okay. Um, safe for work porn. So what do you mean safe for work? Porn? It's safe, safe for work porn. porn. It's not. You it's can watch it there. You can oh, watch. oh. Which I have no idea where that. Yeah, it's got to like is someone like showing me a video on Facebook or some shit. Like, I don't know. I just say for. I'm work not porn. pulling out porn at work. No, sorry. Yeah. If somebody yeah. showed me porn at work, we definitely go into the break room. <laughs> <laughs> HR is going to have something to say about being in, Being in charge and in control of the aux cord. I, my car it. does not have an aux cord. It's 2003, so... Oh, you I have one of those tape things with the... I have a fucking... You have to, like, do this whole surgery. All right. Rip off the panel, do the <laughs> aux thing. So I just burn CDs. Q Basement, Podcast with the Sweens. This is Tom Zapia, uh, Q. If anyone... Everything like that. Just talk about, like, this is the last two minutes where you just take over and promote and also just, I like, go... It. Just get wild at the last two minutes. Just promote your if shit. anyone... And then just promote the podcast and then also just say who you are, what you do, and just promote because this is going to be saved and used for, like, various parts of the interview and in the intro probably. All right. If anyone is... Whoever, for whoever is listening to this, Mike Sweeney's very close friends. I assume <laughs> extremely close. Uh... I don't even know these guys. Follow me on Twitter at Tom Zappia. It's T O M Z A P P I A. It's pretty much the only social media I use. Uh, I got a show on Tuesday at the Stress Factory, 8 p.m. in New Brunswick, New Jersey, 90 Church Street. Come on out. It'll be a good show. Uh, that's my new. Uh, that's my next show. You know, anything else? Find me on Facebook, Tom Zappia, Twitter. I got Instagram, but I don't use it. And that's it. This the glazed doctor himself, Quaheem Cooley. Look, you know how it go. Keep it down and keep it in the basement. We do big things all the time. This was fun. It's my first time doing a podcast. If you got negative things to say, keep it down, all right? Keep it straight. Don't be talking about your ass size, all right? Keep your neck glazed at all time, all right? Ain't nobody glazed but you. Shout out to Cortisone. Shout out to the Cortisone, you feel me? Glaze up. Cortisone King. Cortisone Petroleum King. Jelly. Cortisone King himself, you feel me? I got a lot going on. That's your that's an amazing drop, what he said about the basement in the beginning. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, All right, if you're looking for me, you probably will be at the end of this day. How long is that? It's so funny. At Kwa Cooley on Instagram. The at sign Q-U-A-C-O-O-L-E-Y. Facebook, Q-U-A-Y-Y-I-E-M, space bar, C-O-O-L-E-Y. I don't have a Twitter. Yeah, you know, I had Twitter a Twitter. Game. My stories. Also, if you, uh, if you come across uh, at Real Lil John, at, at, at Real Lil John, it's, it's not Quaheem. It's, it's the wrong account, so don't, oh, don't, don't follow that one. Look, if you're a comedian out there, one you, need, you need a real good platform to, to show these people the difference between, like, you and like, come, right, look, I'm gonna give it to you just like this. My first laugh Mondays, put the hashtag in front of it. I gotta go to that. We keep it funny every Monday. Every Monday, we bring real crowds. The door guy loves us. One last question, actually. Do you think a podcast helps any way, shape, or form your co- comedy skills? Yeah. Or like anything? You, get, you learn how to talk. Like I was saying, my first laugh Take Mondays, a and say, I this 131 Eastern Avenue, Brunswick, New Jersey. I'm your host. We bring some of the best comedians from all around the East Coast. We're trying to make it global. You know, not just the West Coast, not down South, not Canada. Fuck Drake. Look, we're trying to do big things. You Come, put me on in a guest spot, right? No, I'm not. Wow, Look, there's a real friend, guys. Put the intern on. We might bring the intern though. Look, bring the intern. wait, Monday? I'm free Monday. You free Monday nights? You're 21? Key the basement. Something's the swings. You're, 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 you're snapping him? Also, also, I'm gonna be doing a lot of shows outside of New Jersey, so you gotta, cause I might come to your state, no matter where you at. I might be in your state. I move around a lot. I keep it, bu- oh I keep man. it moving. I keep it pushing. We keep it basement. Oh, all right, yeah. we don't play games over here. All right, we building a brand. Drop. We leveling up. All right, we doing big things. Oh, I'm talking while I'm talking. Keep it down. Look, keep it down. Not basement. Stay down till you basement. come up. That's what Dej Love told me. Keep it basement. Stay down. Stay down till you come up. Yeah. Nah.
Just keep looking up. How about that? Focus on Jesus. That's another. <laughs> That's another thing. Keep it basement. The meaning was kind of like, don't fake it till you make it. But keep it basement. Just be who you are. Be you. No matter where you be are. Be you. Just remind yourself. Be you. It means a lot of stuff. Whatever like the, you are. The keep it basement. That. The hip hop community. Keep it basement here. Keep it basement. Some, it's my basement. People respect you when you are you. You feel me? You remember? You remember? You remember that that, that talk about it? That weird looking dude off uh, the Goonies. The Kachok. Him. They loved him because he liked his baby roof and he protected. Follow at Tom Zapier. After at the end of the day. Thank you for this platform. No Thank problem. you, Mike no and problem. Sam. You guys are my, my boys. Yeah, family. Oh, it. It. So it's going to take about six months to edit. <laughs> Intern out. Child neural strength. Whitney Apartments. It's Ezekiel Brad and Bagels with Locks. We out. Thank you, Basement. Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Peace. Peace. Okay, ciao. That's my closer. I, I got a new closer. So.